When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to There Will Be Dungeons, episode 34. Yeah, that's right. Write it down. Tell your friends. It's episode 34 of the show that you have come to know and love. We play D&D here under the uh, expert tutelage of our DM, Bo Schwartz. I'm Scott Johnson with John, Kristen, and Bo. We're all here, and we're all ready to make it happen. Sit right back and enjoy yourselves. Before we get too far, though, a quick email from a listener. His name is Gooey. <laughs> G-U-I. I, maybe it's... G- Gooey? I don't know what that is. Gra- graphical user interface. Uh, graphical yeah. user interface. Man. <laughs> has piped in and said, would you like to make me 25% larger? All right, no, he says, Bo, from the voice acting to the amazing story flow with great battles, dialogues, and plot twists, please keep on DMing. John, I love the way Stanley is the voice of reason in the group, your relationship with Nash, and the way you use diplomacy creatively. Kristen, thank you for bringing a touch of femininity to the group. Just a touch? I think she brings a lot. Which is good. I we didn't need know it. I brought any. Depends on how ham she's going at the time. Yeah, that's true. Thank you for your gender. The rest of the stuff, whatever. But <laughs> she the also, fact that you're female is a big is, go, is a big accomplishment. It is good. And then he goes on to say your optimism, uh, and also a bit of I'll, a bit of the I'll kill everyone crazy. Uh, Scott, I never thought I'd like Nash so much. Despite his carelessness, Nash does seem to be a very interesting cocktail of crazy, scared, caring, and sensitive emotions. Also love how he uses Nash Magard of the Solar Mines for most uh, unimportant conversations. People look at me in the bus when I laugh every time you say it. Kyle Varel is my favorite character. It's amazing how powerful the lizard hero feels despite refusing the demon pact. He feels very strong through your role-playing. The weapons he crafts from fallen beast foes. Your character feels awesome. I envision, envision him roaring just like Trez in Jurassic Park to intimidate his foes. Who's Trez? The T Rex. Oh, he wrote right at the end. He wrote Trez. Yeah, he wrote Trez, which I should have figured out, but it's just a misspelling. Isn't there a rapper called Trez Songs or something? Probably. It's T R E Z. Yo. Um, and I did get <laughs> goosebumps when Varel declared he would be king and save the land. Uh, then he says, and once again, Bo Bok Bok is amazing. Varel and Bok Bok spinoff. Please, apologies for the long email. Long story short, amazing show. Love it, and can't wait to see how it evolves from here. Thanks, G U I. That is to say, graphical user interface. Uh, he really likes us, and we really like you, dude. So thanks for that awesome email. If you'd like to send your own emails to the show, your own contact, your own whatever, you can go over to the website, therewillbedungeons.com, and it's all right there. All right. 
We're about to dive in. I have to take my headphones off for this because I wasn't here last week and I don't want to hear the recap. Uh, but I will now turn it over to Kristen and her capable hands. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, don't drink the water. Face to face with a ferocious foe, Hope found herself fanged while Stanley and Varel flung flurry after flurry of fists at the freak. Not relenting, but regenerating. Stanley tried tempting the toughy with a tin-tin text, convinced the toothy terror was McReady. Varel, angry at the alabaster alien, arrested the artifact from Stanley and smote it upon the savage's skull before securely stretching the sanguine zipper straight. Combing for a contrivance that could kill the creature who cried help me, Hope crept to a curious cut in the corner to come upon a rocket launcher, but before a blast could beset the beast, Varel bashed him so boisterously he blew up into broom. The three weary warriors made their way to their wharf, where Varel was welcomed by a wary wanderer bearing a woeful wire. Meanwhile, Hope peacocked privately with her rad rocket, and Stanley began saucing the server while welcoming Whiskey. Not too long after, Varel was sought by scouts and asked to team with the Trashburg Grey Sox in the upcoming Blood Ball Bonanza. The scaled soldier said yes to a test that afternoon. Stanley, now strikingly stewed, stumbled upstairs. Hearing a hubbub, Hope headed out only to find a fuddled half-elf, fuming that Stanley had foiled his own fate. Now rejoin our besotted buddy as we finally uncover the long-awaited mystery that is Stanley Billings. Am I good? Oh, okay. Hold on. I'm bringing it back on. Oh, and I gotta ramp it up. Okay, ramp up. Big finish. I have no idea what happened. Introduction. I'm sad you missed it. Yeah, I'm sad too. I'm excited though because right. uh, whatever. Fade in. Oh yeah, fade in. Bo, you go. Stan uh, Nash, yeah. you are. There's a giant. Um, not a giant. There is a a bucket underneath you, but it's very large. And you have your cloak is off and on the ground. Where am I? You're in the bat. You're in your bathroom at Charlemagne. Okay, good. <laughs> and you are perched on top of the bucket, one foot on the left side, one foot on the right side, squatting over the bucket, having the worst shit you've ever had oh, in your life. Wait a minute, really? This is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. All right. You look down. You look down, and there's about two to three inches of liquid and poo pieces below the stench filling up the room, and you think back to. How did I get here? <laughs> so the, the, the scene rewinds to you outside of Jettles McReady. And Hope had, uh, you had sent Pod in to check on the corpse inside or check on what was inside. Pod came back and reported that there was a corpse in there. Yeah. So Hope decided to go investigate. She went in while Stanley and Varel hung around the front area. There was a crash heard from inside and Hope had gone up the stairs. And eventually you heard loud hissing. And the sounds of combat began as Varel and Stanley rushed up to help Hope, and then it happened. The worst stomach cramp you've ever had in your life, and you realize you forgot to go to the bathroom before you left Charlemagne's that morning, and your stomach was awful. As the sounds of fighting continued, you called up and said, Guys, I gotta go back to Charlemagne's. I'm really sorry. Are you guys gonna be okay up there? And you didn't get a response back. And then you said, I feel really bad, but I really have to leave. You sure you're gonna be okay? And then Stanley sent you a magical message into your brain saying, are you going to come up or not? Or something to that effect. Yeah. And I don't remember the exact... Stanley, what did you say? Do you remember? That's yeah, close enough. It's something enough. to the effect of, uh, you know, come up and help or leave and shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then you said, okay, uh, but do you need any spells first before I go? I feel really bad. And the sounds of battle continued, and finally you said, okay, I'm leaving now. And then you ran faster than you've ever run before through the streets of Trashburg, knocking over uh, merchant carts and pushing aside the, you know, the gray shirt of people going, get out of my way! And <laughs> rushing down the alleyways till you hit Charlemagne. You burst open the door of Charlemagne, didn't say anything. You were just a blur as you hit the stairs and ran up the two flights to the third floor room, busted it open. And then leaving it open, you went into the bathroom and just started having the worst diarrhea you've ever had in your life. <laughs> In, into the bucket that's in there, okay. and um, is that your impression of you? By realize, the way, then that, you realize ah, Pod yeah, was there. Did. Pod goes, "Oh, it's gross!" And you say, "Oh, you should get out for this." And so, she, <laughs> invisible, she flew out into the main room, and um, she closed the door uh, behind herself. And now, two hours later, here you are with stomach cramps, continuing to unload. Now you do hear the sounds of conversation as things quiet up. The stench doesn't let up, and you hear what you think are the muffled voices of, of Hope and Stanley having a conversation out in the hallway. Okay. Um, I like your impression of me, first of all. I just want to put that out there, that you're... Uh... Do you need any spells? Okay, I gotta go. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, uh, do I still... Uh, am, I, what, can, <laughs> am I in a pretty bad condition here? I can't really... You feel a lot better. Oh, I do. But the stench, I don't know what your nasal or your olfactory <laughs> sensitivity is like, but to the um, a mortal, normal mortal man or woman, it is enough to make him pass out. The door is closed. There's no ventilation. There's no toilets in Trashburg, so it's in a bucket. It's just existing there in this you know, two to three inch lake of brown liquid with floaters in them. <laughs> I can't believe this is where I was. This is where I was the whole time? I was there the whole time. I mean, only two hours have gone by since the episode you missed because there was combat and the converse. A lot happened in those two hours, but it's two. you've been in there two hours. He's the DM of BMs. All right. Here's what I want to do. Who's... I'm going to yell. Who's out there? Um, it's just me, Nash. Are you okay? Uh, I'm better. Stand back. Yeah, stand back. Can you warn me before you open the door? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm leaving now. I'm getting out of here. This is, I mean, is going to kill me. You should wash yourself before you leave. In what? There's a bath. There's a shower and there's um, a sink there with running water. Oh, I didn't know that. There's just no toilet. Well, wait. What? Okay. Um, <laughs> I want to take off. I think at one point, <laughs> one of the NPCs mentioned that they don't want shit in the water stream for the filtration, which would be why there's no oh, toilet. Okay. Um do you is there uh can you, hey, can you do me a favor, Pod? Yeah. Can you <laughs> can you look around for like something about mm, I don't know. I, I'm looking for something a radius of about twenty four inches uh, well, this, you know, it can be a, like a sheet of, of uh, metal or, or of wood. Do you what see? What are inches? It, uh, it's uh, the solar mines we used Imperial while we were there. <laughs> you don't know what that is, do you? I don't know what any of that means. All right. Um, is there any flat, uh, a flat piece of something out there that's just loose, like a piece of the wall or uh, anything? I need to cover this up. I'm looking for a toilet lid. 
Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, I could um, I could cut out part of the blanket and you could drape it over top. That's perfect. Shove some of that under here, and I need it to be um, uh, okay. So there's a considerable amount of clearance under the door, so uh, blanket starts making its way through almost immediately. Okay. Okay, cool. Do you have any rope or twine? Um, no. Can, Do you? No. Is there some in your... No. No. Uh, all right. Maybe you can use some of your bandages. <laughs> this will do fine. All right, I take what she's given me, I wrap it around the rim of this freaking hell bucket, and I, uh... You say, is it made of wood? Uh, yeah. Okay, so... Actually, no, it's made of, um, like an aluminum. It's aluminum. Oh, it's metal. Thing. Yeah. All right, I'm going to wrap it the best I can in this whole blanket. In fact, I'm going to put it on top of the blanket, and I'm going to wrap the wrap back around it, and it's basically going to be a wrapped sheet blanket around this uh, about the, around this toilet. Then I'm going to shower, okay. and I'm going to get out of there. Okay. So you take a few minutes to quickly shower. Yeah. There's a, there's a bar of soap. Do you use it? Uh, yes. <laughs> I do use it. Okay. Is so that okay? Turn, what? No, unless it's like an, a, a, a magic soap or something. Is there something I don't know about this soap? No, but um, my concern is is you're covered in boils and um, bump. Like, what do you call them again? Uh, tumors. Like, uh, it's fine. Tumors? Tumors, bumps, So I'm just wondering, yeah. A, are they open? B, what does the impact of having water sprayed on them feel like? You know, you know when you have an open wound, like a cut, and yeah. you put water on it, it stings a bit, right? Yeah, it stings real so bad. But That's it's, like most of your body. Yeah. So are you on fire with pain when you run water over your body? Well, they're not all also, open. They're not all open sores, and those okay. that are will sting, but I'm used to it. So okay. it's fine. Yeah, okay, I, so there's I, soap there. You turn the hot water on, wash yeah. really quickly. Yeah. Um, let's do a medicine check to see how well you do wash. <laughs> all right. Hold on, sorry, I'm ill-prepared for this random You don't role. wash often, so it's not like a thing you practice. No. Um, sorry, medicine check. Here we go. It is going to be an 18. All right, sweet. So you get that soap in every nook and cranny, and there's a lot on your body, including the one that counts that uh, really bad, the disaster zone uh, on your body. Um, and then uh, you're clean. Thank there's you. no shower. There's no uh, towels that you can see, but you you step out dripping wet. Your your cloth is on the ground, or your robe is on the ground, along with your staff. All right, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the the robe back on. Mm -hmm. I know it's not super clean, but I don't care. Uh, I'm gonna put that on. I'm gonna grab my staff and I'm gonna open the door and and get out of there. So you smell lemon fresh, but your robe smells of the desert of years in the desert still. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I don't care. You open the door. Yeah. And now you're in your room. You see the you see your blanket on on the bed cut up. Oh, I warn her first. Through. Hey, I'm coming out. Pod, I'm leaving. Okay. Back up. Can I get back on your shoulder? Yes, but don't but stand a little ways away. Okay. This is a real this is a real nightmare in here. So I come out and uh uh saunter over there and she can hop up if she wills. Okay, well you don't see her but you feel a little weight. Oh, I on feel your okay, she's not uh, visible. All right. No. That's fine. Right, and you hear the you hear sort of this laughter, hopes laughter out in the hallway. I believe the last thing you said is like <laughs> Stanley, <laughs> what's wrong or something like that. So if you guys want to pick up your conversation from last week, can I hear them from where I am? If I don't go you out, can. your door's open. Your, your the door to your room was left open. 
Okay, well, I'm going to hold back because I don't want him to see me. I don't no, hear. I'm sorry. It was closed. We have to be consistent. A pod oh. might have closed it, actually. Oh, okay. You can hear them, but but yeah, because I did some play acting last week where Stanley went to your door to listen in, and you went, you were just going, <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to put my ear to the door and just see what I hear. I'm not trying to be sneaky. I just want to see what's going on before I go out there. Mm-hmm. All right. And now, hope if you'll excuse me, I'm gonna go lay down. No, Stanley, what you just said? There's another Stanley, or or Stanley messed it up. It's a big secret. Hope I can't even begin to tell you what it is. What? But you just started, and now it's so much easier, right, Varel? And I'll turn back to Varel standing in the hallway. Who's Snoot is poking through the doorway trying to be stealthy with a a natural one. Natural one stealth in the hallway. Yeah, so you think you're stealth, but your nose, everywhere up to your eye, you can't see Stanley, but everywhere up to your nose is visible. Like So all Varel, all Varel would see is a snout. That's such a good visual. mouth and nose. I love it. But you think you're, you think you're stealth. Peek around, see Varel's nose. I can't tell you hope, cause Varel's always watching. I kiss. Shh. Okay. I'm gonna turn around to start going into the bedroom. What if I got rid of Varel? Whoa. That was a big secret. Oh, making okay. my way to the bed. All right. <laughs> I'll walk over with Stanley and start tucking him in, just in case he starts talking some more about whatever the heck is going on. Oh, thank I mean, you, Hope. You're you're the best one. All right, let's do a persuasion contest. Uh, you have disadvantage due to your drunkenness. Okay. Uh, fifteen. Am I adding anything to it? Persuasion. Yeah, well, it's your persuasion. Yeah. Oh, geez, twenty-two. It's the lowest of your two rolls. Yeah, I rolled a fifteen and a nineteen. Of course you did. I got a natural right. 20. Oh. What's your, what's your modifier? My modifier? Persuasion of uh, uh, 5, so 25 total. Oh, so yeah, you that did. Did so, me. so critical hits aren't automatic wins for skill checks. Oh, they okay. often they, they often confer that when it's versus NPC stuff, but in contests, okay. I'd have to take the higher score. But I think you have the higher score. So, uh, Stanley... Um, the way you're being tucked in is not something anyone's ever done for you, and you kind of it kind of makes you feel, I don't know, it's good, and you feel compelled to loosen your lips. Hope you're you're the best one. You're the only one I trust. I want you to know that. Well, thank you, Stanley. And you can tell me anything. You know that, right? But I can't hope because I don't want anybody to know that Stanley isn't here right now. I'm in control. Not him. Who are you? Me? I'm... What can I call you? I'm... Secret. K. 
can't tell anybody because I think Vorel already knows. I don't know if he does. We could probably convince him otherwise. He's always saying, Stanley, you're corrupted. You're a bad guy. I see the taint. Oh, uh, I, I think he only does that because he gets upset with how we act sometimes. I don't think he's actually sensed anything. That's good. So we'll keep this between us. And we just won't tell anyone. Okay. And I'll do like a little lip zipped, throw away the key kind of a thing. Stanley gives a little smile and then closes his eyes. <laughs> and then <laughs> makes a like ow my head moan, just oh. All right. Well, I'll leave Stanley. To head out, shut the door of his room. Okay, so now you're in the hallway with Varel, who's still in stealth mode next to the front door area. Uh, well, Stanley's getting some sleep, Varel. Did I hear all the whispering? You did. Nobody declared that they were stealthily trying to speak outside of your shot. No, if, so, if Stanley's anything like me, he's not quiet when he's drunk. <laughs> he gets very yeah, loud. That's what I mean. You know, it would have to be Hope trying to like put a put a cover or, or you know, he would have had to maybe declare that like Oh was like. yeah. I, it wasn't yeah. No, Pharrell was listening intently. And so and was I, Nash. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I will stand to my full height cross my arms in front of Hope and say, Hope, do you mean to defeat me? Defeat you what? Get rid of me. Why would we get rid of you? That's what you said to I didn't say we'd get secret. rid of you. It's just you're not the best with secrets. You don't like them, and so I don't think you keep them very well. Are we talking about the secret that lives in Stanley? Or... Secrets of conversation. I'd say any secret. You've you've constantly said they're despicable or you don't like treachery and things like that. That's true. But sometimes people need their secrets. I... I don't understand. If one is to make the... Secrets have only complicated our journey so far. In fact, I have made... Efforts to focus, to abide by these measures. And I find it continues to burden our party. And now you, now you hope to keep more secrets from me. It, Stanley wanted it that way. Why would I disrespect what Stanley would want? Because he is not himself. He's just drunk, Perel. Sometimes life gets to be a bit too much, and you need a little help. Hmm. You know, I... oh, you know, like, when you go out in the desert by yourself because you've just had too much. That's what drinking's like. I fear that during the Great Humping, that <laughs> Stanley... <laughs> ...was somehow tainted 
by the experience. I do not remember him in the bed. <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> Hope's just gonna look at the floor and kind of just shake her head. Varel, I don't even know. And in fact, Tedna was also not in the bed. And he was also greatly disturbed after such an event. Well, maybe when Stanley's sober, he can tell us a bit more about it. Yes. Did you know? I, I, I will share a secret with you. Okay. How does one do this? You just <laughs> let me know that it's something you don't want me to tell anybody else, so that I know it's a secret. Then we should move from the public hallway for such a secret. All right, lead the way. Then I will stiffly walk. <laughs> my room is occupied by Bok Bok. Would you like to come into my room? Yes, I would. Okay, and then I'll head to my room. We'll walk in. I'll shut the door behind her. All right. So, um, Nash, you won't be able to hear them anymore. Stanley, I think your headphones need to come off for now. Um, now, Nash, you can make your way to the room if you want to inject yourself into this, or you can choose to not and do something. I feel I'm enjoying my sneak mode right now, so I'm going to go put my ear up to their door. Okay. Let's get a stealth roll, please. Okay. Can do. Second, no modifier. An 11. Okay, so um, you open your door, creak out into the hallway, yeah. and sneak. And you think you're being quiet, but uh, both Pharrell and, and Hope, as you enter the room, close the door to speak privately, you hear quite audibly, <sighs> what? Now you can choose to ignore it or address it. You hear breathing outside the door. You don't know who it is, although you have a good idea of who it's going to be. I hope we'll look at Varel, kind of giving him the cue to take the lead with this, since it's his secret. Mm -hmm. And I will crouch slightly and walk over to the door and rip it open. Ah! Okay, you rip it open and you see Nash standing there. Uh, he smells pleasant and also like, like a, a, a vagrant. A you know, because vagrant. he got his cape, but he's soaped up. Yeah. It's a very confusing... Because the lizard folk, you're very attuned to people's smells. His smell seems both alien and familiar. Nash, you have changed your scent, but I'm glad you are well. I'm much better. Uh, sorry, I was, I was checking your door. Just checking your door. A deception check, please? Shit. Versus uh, insight on the part of Varel. Okay. Oh, I got a good modifier for that. I haven't used this yet. 21. Four. Varel, you believe him. <laughs> this is so good. That's exactly how this is supposed to go. Hope's just going to shake her head quietly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hope you roll an insight check, too. I'm sorry. Insight, you hear this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 23. Ah, You don't. You don't. She's good. Our doors should be secure for secret exchanges. If you look back at me, Varel, Hope's shaking her head. Just watching Nash. It's not disappointment, it's just... 
No, it's, it's uh, anyway. I interrupt. Uh, it's all good. I just uh, is everything fine in here? D- did you need to be alone? I can go. I can go back to my room, or I can hang out here for a while. No, we are sharing secrets, Nash. Oh, do you have a secret you would like to share? Uh, no. Although what I ate to give me what I had is still a secret, but I don't know what to share it, and I hope you guys don't get it. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. All right, I'm going to go back to my room and not be here. Enjoy your secret sharing, and I leave. Thank you for oh. checking the door. Sure, no problem. It's insecure, by the way. Everything's fine here. <laughs> Close the door. Right. Yeah. All right, headphones off then, Nash. I'm uh, sorry. All right. So... If I tell you my secret, we exchange, yes? No. Oh. Well, then. Very well. A showing of trust is needed, perhaps, first. Okay, what showing of trust would you prefer? I, I share a secret, and then you are so moved by my secret sharing that you perhaps share a secret with me, if you so please. All right, so so it could be any secret. Yes. Okay. My secret is slightly related to the ongoings in this town. Okay. Tonight, and I look around and speak quietly, I have a meeting with what appears to be some sort of hunter that I met in the bar. I believe he is... Vera will make a L shape and go. Uh, he is he is gunning for Stanley. Wait for Stanley. Yes, and what? I'm going to meet him tonight. What makes you think he's after Stanley? Because he walked up to him and with a gun finger went. <laughs> oh, Pharrell, that's that's just a thing people do. It, I've it's... never seen any of you do this. <laughs> Well, hell, you haven't known us our entire lives. Have you, in the past, been one to... Yes. I I don't believe it. Oh, well, you don't Is that your to. secret? Is that you were once a gunfinger? Well, back in the day when I was young and impressionable. This man was not young. Oh. Yes. He had a name. Dashington Twice, as the barkeep told me. So what does he want to talk to you about? It's just tonight, did he tell you anything about the meeting? I did. H- how many secrets should I share, though? This is... I've told you at least two secrets. Well, whatever you're comfortable with. Do you still plan to get rid of me? I never plan to get rid of you, Varel. You're a great member of this party. Well, I'm going to have this meeting... And he's from Slave Town. Slave Town? Yes. What else? I believe him to be a betrayed party of the one we hunt. Oh. Perhaps a former member of the entourage. Oh. Well, if you want to meet with him, you do that. 
it would bring me comfort that I will share with you the location. It is going to be in the Blusher's Haunt. I am not sure how long the meeting will last, but if I do not return by morning, I fear that this may be a trap, but it may also be the number one way to learn Stanley's secret. That sounds fine. What time is the meeting? Midnight. And then they said come alone? Yes, yes, that was part of the deal. But if it is part of the old uh, bank robbery group, they would know of me and me alone. Well, thank you for sharing. And? Um, I respect you, Varel. I've always respected your strength. I was not fishing for compliments. I was I've wondering... never told you this. Oh! Yes, I respect your strength. I'm jealous of it. That... You, you have your own strength. Oh, I know huh. I do. And Varel glows a bit and sort of fine secret. Yeah. And I'd never betray you, Varel. However crazy things might get, just know. Thank you. I am comforted by this secret exchange. I shall have your back, and you will have mine. Yes, so if you need anything with the meeting, let me know. Otherwise, I'll trust that you'll be okay. Yes, yes, I believe we will have our answers tonight. And I, I'll head for the door. Cool. I think we can headphones off, people. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> Someone want to make an animated GIF of them going? <laughs> That'd be awesome. All right. Uh, Nash, you go back to your room, having yep. successfully uh, <laughs> sold your lie that you were checking doors. Um, or do you, you you're checking another door? Do you go back to your room, or do you continue checking other doors to I'll, keep up? I'll go life? back to my room. Okay, that's fine. So you you, you hear the door open um, to Hope's room, and you hear the heavier footsteps of Rel sort of walk out. Uh, Stanley, you're still asleep, but we'll sort of include you. How long are you planning to sleep, or are you just out? Just until it starts to run off a little bit. The the in a daze drunkenness. Okay. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's up to you. You guys are in the top floor of Charlemagne's. It's about 10-ish. Eh, you remember, Varel, that the practice you were invited to starts at 1. Perfect. All right. Yeah, so tell me what you guys want to do. So is it is it rest time because Stanley's out? Is it night? What time is it? It's eleven in the morning. In the, oh, in the morning. Yeah, um, Stanley started decided to start drinking at about nine in the morning. Yeah. Good lord. And a lot very quickly. Yeah, he just started. He was pounding back the whiskey. So much whiskey. And well, I don't want to spoil things, but he had he was drinking whiskey. Let someone fill you in if you're curious about everything you're seeing. All right, I'm gonna kick. I'm gonna not kick. I'm gonna open the door because I hear I hear Varel. 
I hear Varel walking <laughs> out, open. and I go, yeah. uh, I see him, and I say, uh, "What's what? Are, <laughs> what are we doing for lunch?" <laughs> uh, yes, you would be empty. I'm starving. Perhaps we should. I have drank of the beer, but not had food in some time. At one o'clock, actually, we head to the uh, stadium for blood ball practice. Oh. Did... You were invited. Oh, it, uh, okay. I should be in enough show. Wait, when did this happen? Was it while I was on the shitter? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, all right. Well, I, I mean, I'm, if I can get... I need food, and then I can probably partake in your your blood bowl. That's fine. As as I understand it, oh, we are going to play a great game the night before the wedding. That night, if we are victorious, we will dine in the keep itself. There with our prey and have a exclusive moment to act. Hmm. Well, then maybe we just need something small. We don't have to fill up. I don't need a bit heavy lunch. We can just go so, go somewhere and hang out. Get you another beer. Very good. Shall I invite Hope? Sure. Or are we exchanging secrets? Uh, oh, uh, no. I have no secrets, secrets to exchange that I'm aware of. So we could just go. I'm just, I, I don't want to be cooped up here while we wait for Stanley to, to dry out. Very good. Hope? Yes? We are heading for food and nourishment. Let's go. And I go, Pot, are you okay with this? You want to go with us or stay here? Yeah, I'm okay. Just, just don't don't tell people I'm here. Okay, I won't. I would like... Uh, this would be a great way for me to learn how the world works. Okay, I'll keep it quiet. Don't do anything weird. All right, so okay. we f I'll follow Varel down. It, it, wait a second. Oh, Nash? Yeah? If, if things are getting uncomfortable, maybe we can have a secret code. Oh, yeah, no, I like that. Uh, what, What's a good secret code word? Uh, uh, um, we can't use lemon tree. I know that. Let's think for a second. How about... Um, uh, what's your favorite color? Give me your favorite color. Mm, I don't know. Uh, do you know what a color is? I think so. Well, it's then... what the thing is... Is colored. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, no, that's, that's not good. pod. That's bogle. <laughs> I don't know what color is. <laughs> so, there's. Let's say I gave you a choice between red, green, and blue. What do you choose? <clears throat> I think, I think red's really scary because when they crushed up my friends, they crushed them and they turned into clouds of, of red. Oh yeah, like let's not use red um, then. Yeah. So in. And, well, the, the place I was imprisoned, it glowed green, and I don't like that color, so let's go with blue. Blue. All right, so our, our, our safety word, or our, you know, get out of Dodge word, is uh, 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 <laughs> blue, <laughs> blue, uh, 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 blue sky. So if you say blue sky in my ear, I'll know that means that we need to get out of here. Blue sky is what I say to get safe. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got it. All right, so I'm going to follow uh, Burrell, whichever I'll way he's going. I'll follow after Nash. Did, again, did this happen right in front of me as I stand there? Yeah. Nah. 
Oh, did he see? Did he hear me? Yeah. Oh. You gotta you gotta tell me if you're making an attempt to keep it from. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna proceed as if I as no one heard me. They can say something if they have questions. Okay. I'll watch him walk by and head downstairs. All right. So you head back down to the main floor of Charlemagne's. As it begins to reach lunchtime, there are many patrons in there. There's a din of conversation. The Trashburgians who were there are less surprised and react less to you now that you've been there for a day or so. Um, and there are open seats at the bar, and there's a table to sit at as well. Cool. I'm perfectly comfortable passing the time, getting some food, and around that uh, 1230... Heading to the stadium. Same. Okay. Stabler bar. You, do you have any questions you want to ask Nash? Now would be a good time. Um. So what happened while I was indisposed? What I miss out on? Um. Well, quite a fight. A fight. I mean, it yeah, sounded like a fight, a but, tired, but otherwise, all right. Did you guys? I mean, no one got hurt. I hope. Hope will rub her neck a little bit. And, you know, there's there's a new handkerchief around Hope's neck. And she'll kind of, like, pull it back to show the wicked bite marks. Yeah, you notice two round, small pinpoint holes that are starting to make a little bump a little bit on her neck. Okay, I and noticed this. There's other, there's, there's other sort of cuts and scrapes and chew marks what look like teeth might have entered, but the predominant thing you see are these two holes in her neck. Uh, I hope you don't mind me asking, Hope. Really should try not to use your name in sentences that I'm also using your name in. But uh, you've got something there on your neck. What happened? It was this thing we fought. It, it, I don't know what it was. It it bit me. Those are tooth marks. From a It was a man. Oh, a man's tooth marks. I know what this is. Has anyone suggested the idea that perhaps you got yourselves wound up in some trouble with vampires? <laughs> we have a book in the solar mines about vampires. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds familiar, but I haven't. I don't even know. What are vampires? Well, I have a limited understanding, but they bite you in order to drain your blood. Some of them, the book I read, <laughs> they, they could go out in the day, but they were sparkly when they did it. It wasn't a great book. There were three of them. They were very popular in ancient times. I think they were kind of shitty. But the point is, the core idea is that they suck your blood and they drink it, and it's how they subsist and survive. The problem is, if they choose so, if it's the kind of vampire I'm thinking of, they can convert you to be one of them. But you don't look like a vampire to me. Do you desire anyone's blood here at this table? No. And it's sunlight out i'm i'm fine yes pharrell were you also bitten it attempted but my pure heart shone through and only i was able to smote it against the wall before it 
disappeared into a mist. And Stanley, is he is he also bitten or is he did he make it through without a bite? Stanley and I'll look around, lean in. May have been bitten before the great humpening. Whoa, wait a minute. What? The great humpening. Hope's shaking her head again. What happened? Will- Tell, explain. Things have proceeded fast, Nash, haven't they? Since our time in the cave, of which you were not there. Yeah, I, I had to, I had to poo. <laughs> no, not that. No, oh, that cave. cave, different cave. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry. Uh, yeah, when we found you walking out. in the desert. Right, right. Yeah, no, uh, it's a blur. Time has gone very fast. Here's there the was he, a, yeah. Go ahead. The dream, the dream that seduced us into the desert, brought hope, myself, and Bakbak, to a cave, where we were met with handsome beings of our liking, and did writhe with them in a glorious but not entirely sexual ecstasy. Oh, okay. I see. This is one of the... uh, uh, We would call this an orgy where I come from. Is that what it was? Okay. Were they... uh, Did they... uh, 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 Hmm... Was everyone was <laughs> solar, it solar was just dry humping? There was no there was no sex that happened. Dry humping. Ah uh, yes, I remember that. <laughs> I was gonna look at Nash. Is there a story with that? Uh, no, <laughs> and I said no. Just an old, just an old feeling, feeling I oh. don't have anymore. What? In the desert, all humps would be dry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Frill, I'm starting to think you've never had sex before. And why would I have? <laughs> well, for reproduction. Yeah, I do not wish to sire children. I have made this clear. Oh. He doesn't There want we go. Them. That's fine. So the concern, though, forget about all that. The concern is that that bite could lead to very dark things, Hope. And I don't. I mean, how do we know you're not in the early stages of becoming one of these vampires that I've described? The problem I, is, I, listen, you'll live forever. Here, okay, I should explain this if you don't know. According to these books I read, uh, <laughs> there, there, was, uh, there was a very handsome uh, vampire, and... He fell in love with this girl, but there was another. There was a competing werewolf. Do you know what a werewolf is? No. All right. Well, the books, uh, they were old and 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 torn, and we were missing chapters. But I remember in the solar mines, people around me claiming to be Team Edward, and I didn't know what that meant. But as I dug into the information, as I read the parts of the books that had survived, what I came away with was, you gain eternity, but you are forever a slave to your hunger for the blood of others. And that's bad. You basically become what people, people would perceive eternal life as freedom. But in truth and in fact, 
you will forever be a slave only to your hunger and that hunger only. There's nothing else. So gone will be any other desires you have in life, any other passions you may have, any other um, opportunities that come your way will pale in comparison to your need for the next, the next blood source. So I'm worried. I feel like this about is the this. most informative thing Nash Maggard has ever said. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had these books. See, and these he books were big fan of saying, Usually, it's like, oh, we had pools back in our day. We don't you gotta <laughs> clean the pools and you get infection. That's about the extent of it. But it's uh, the, these are concerns okay. I have as a character. I want. I don't. Yeah. Those those are the telltale signs. So, so uh, hope. Do you feel? Should we f- further? I don't know. Find should we just uh, investigate? Find out yes. if you're okay. How how would we stop it? I a mean, test. I I feel a little tired, but nothing. I I'm I could eat food. Yes, a test. Let us order at breakfast a second time. For Stanley did not enjoy the breakfast. Oh, wait a minute. He doesn't like food now, or is is he showing an aversion to food? I know yes. I am, but for very different reasons. What What about alcohol? Uh, Stanley got very drunk. So, so he's not adverse to alcohol. Can vampires drink? Yes, but only blood. However, there is a my my limited understanding is that there is a transition period where they will become really thirsty for any anything to quench their thirst. And very quickly, they will only want blood. Are you saying Stanley, how voracious was his appetite for, for what he drank? He was uh, insulted by the meal, it seemed. It was non-delicious. And did he only, hmm, and he only drank. When's the last time he ate that you remember? Breakfast. I believe we all did together. What did you? Was I there? We had bear meats. Oh, right. I think you gave me a shitty part of the bear. That's a separate issue, though. We can talk about that later. I would still rather have 24-hour diarrhea than than vampire <laughs> bites. Nash, I... You are a worldly fellow, and I'm afraid that your time in the solar mines may have left you with great... intelligence... But less wisdom. Mm. You entered a foreign town and drank of its water. And I believe that is what did you in while we had beer. A fermented beverage. I forgot about that. Good point. I'll never do that again. That's true. I did have water, didn't I? Yeah. Everyone else had... Yeah, everybody else had some alcoholic and I had water. What a dumbass. Um, Also perfect for the week off, I guess. All right. So you laid the seeds or sowed the seeds. <laughs> this you didn't lay them. This Varel, this I can't overstate how da- dangerous this is. If either Hope or Stanley are in the grips of this change, uh, in Stanley's case, we could already be too late if that's what's happening. I don't know. I don't know how to fix it. it. I don't know the book. We missed the whole last four chapters of the book. And some said it was said uh, in some dark circles that the book was not. 100% accurate as to the uh, affliction of vampirism. So I don't know. 
I only know what I know from what I read, and that's it. I just know the consequences. I don't know if there's a way to fix it. This People isn't, sit there quietly thinking. This isn't good, though. I'm starving, though. Can we eat while we talk about this? Yes, that was the task. Okay. And okay, Charlemagne, you wave Charlemagne over. He goes, uh, hello, hello, Nash. Hello, yeah. good morning. Yeah. Uh, you guys uh, left and come back uh, really quickly. Already eating uh, lunch. Yes, but, we have uh, a blood ball appointment. Oh, you, yeah, you talked to my friend at the blood ball, Coach uh, Marlboro and Coach uh, Camel. Um, so you agree to join the blood ball team? Uh, we will all make our way there to participate in this practice. Oh, well, I'll make you something delicious, but not too heavy, so that you can, you know, be comfortable when you are uh, training. Um, okay, so what do you what do you wish to eat? Do you uh, do you have garlic mm -hmm. that we could put on food? Are you familiar with it? Why could you die? A little bit. What do you want on the garlic? Uh, well, I would like the garlic on something. A salad? Uh, no. Do you want, uh, some, uh, do you want me to make some rice? Rice, put, please. Yes. We, we sprinkle some garlic on it for flavor? Yes. Hope, would you, okay. would you like some garlic? Uh, I guess. Okay, I give her some garlic, too. And I wink it. I wink at Varel. I go like that. Do you want some meat on top of this? Uh, yes. And with when the, you with the rice, could you uh, lamb? Lamb you is good. Lamb yes. And give us two strips. And could you please lay them so they they, they go like this? Oh, like um, like a symbol of Jesus Chrome. Yes. So laid on top of each other like the cross of Jesus Chrome. Are you familiar with? You're familiar with yes, that? Please get your finger out of my face. I know what the <laughs> I know what the Jesus Chrome cross look like. Thank you. Okay, and the Varel, do you want uh, the Jesus Chrome uh, Special uh, as well? This is the light meal, yes? Yes, yes. Rice and uh, lamb, uh, which is a meat, and uh, we'll sprinkle garlic on it. Very good. Should I make one for Stanley? Is, is he going to be joining you? Yes, we should make one for Stanley. Very well, I will uh, go and make it, and then they come back and I give it to you. Okay, so, Tanto. Uh, and then he rushes off to the kitchen. You hear the sounds of frying and steam coming out. About 15 minutes later, he comes How... back with plates. And um, can they get the, something to drink? Puts the plates out. No, just the beer for me. The beer. And uh, for you, Nash? Uh, I know you like a water. I'll get you a water. No, 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 no. Uh, I will also have the beer, please. Ah, oh, merveilleux, merveilleux. Okay, I'll be uh, right back. Just one moment. And do you know what Stanley wants to drink? Uh, he's pr probably also beer. Don't give him the okay. water. Okay. Um, all right. And so he goes back. He gets into the refrigerated cupboard, pours four beers from the kegs, brings them over, puts them on the table, and says, uh, Bon appétit. Thank you. Hmm. Nash, how long do we have before Hope becomes handsome? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I didn't expect that. Um, it's different for everyone, but the early signs are tiredness. She's already showing signs. We're going to know in a minute, though, how far in we are because of some some tricks I'm playing right so now. So, Stanley, uh, if you want to wake up at any point and jump in, 
now might be a good time they're about to eat and go do blood ball so we could just say you jolt awake in the drunken you can go uh, downstairs. it just depends if i'm in hangover state i would probably get up if i'm still like drunk i would probably it's up to you like i'm not really gonna be picky about you know how you could you could just show up feeling crap or whatever but if we do the go to blood ball because it looking like one on schedule I don't know how much you know. You're gonna be you might be sitting out for a lot of it, so it's sort of up to you if you want to participate in the blood ball training or not. Just wanted to yeah. give you this sort of. We'll see where I'm up. at when they bring me my food. Bring you your food oh. upstairs in the room. Nice. Well, didn't they order me food? Yeah, yeah, but it's gonna get delivered to the table. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. then if somebody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now is your opportunity to wake up and to participate in the group's activities. No, totally we'll don't have to do it. We'll but see you if are sleeping off a hangover. I, wanna, I, I was planning to, but we can get. Yeah. Okay. okay. We'll get... Very good. So Stanley's plate shows up at the table. Stanley's still sound asleep. Continue, please. Uh, hope. Yes. Does it look appetizing? It looks delicious, and I'll start eating. It tastes fine and has no effect, as far as you can tell, after your first bite. Okay. It's fine. And I'm looking at her like nothing. I'll Cross also slowly. And look Looking at the Jesus Chrome cross doesn't affect you in any way uh, that you can tell. Charlemagne. Uh, yes, uh, yes, Mister Megard. Do you have a Do you have a mirror, a small mirror? Um, a miroir. I have a zit. Um, wait, I think I might have one. I think my um my sister uh, Cynthia she has one in her makeup kit. One 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 moment. Uh, All right. Hey, Cynthia, est-ce que vous avez a miroir pour les gens ici? You hear them sort of bickering and you hear pot get thrown around. You're like, oh, my sister, she is so angry today. I'm sorry. And he comes out. He comes out with a mirror, this sort of hand, like makeup mirror. A little hand mirror. It's large enough to see face. He says, um, well, here's the mirror, but I need it back or Cynthia going to kill me. Um, so make sure to give back to me. You okay? can totally have it back. I only need it for a moment. Hope, could you could you tell me, could you just look at yourself and tell me what you see? Uh, I see myself. You right. Either that book was shit, I, or you're not a I vampire. Don't any, uh, I don't see any sparkles. Yeah. All right. That uh, that book I read is either shit, or you're just not a vampire. I don't think. At least by my reckoning, there could be a different kind of thing. There may be different vampires in this world. I only know what I read. These were all tests, and you've passed them. Uh, Stanley, I can't speak for, but uh, maybe keep this mirror here until he gets here. Go ahead and eat. You're fine. <laughs> and I'm gonna eat too. Nom, 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 nom. I'm gonna eat. Yeah, pull down the food. Yeah. Okay. You down? You continue eating in relative quietness now. Uh, you guys are all very hungry from the morning's activities, especially you, Nash. And um, everyone's plate is left except for Stanley's, and Stanley still has not come down. All right. I will stand, scoop up the bowl of rice and chrome meats and. The beer and say, "Let us go feed Stanley." So, is everyone gonna go? Yes. It's a very right. uh, great service. Let's go give it to him. So Nash, uh, everyone brings their mug of mead because it's not done to bring him up with them. And um, Nash, you also bring the mirror with you. Um, so uh, Varel, you're first to enter into Stanley's room, followed by Hope and Nash. There's a door that's closed leading to the bedroom. I'll walk in front of her all and give a few light taps. Stanley? 
Probably didn't hear it off a few light taps. I'll knock a little louder. Stanley? Alright, roll an athletics check. It's a natural one. Not you. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know what athletics you wanted You're me to sleeping. do. You're sleeping. No, for the knock. An Let's 18. Just... Okay, so very loud. Boom, 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 boom. Um, wakes you out of your stupor somewhat. You're sort of thinking. <clears throat> oh. What? <laughs> we brought you some food, Stanley. Can we come in? Yeah, yes. No food, though. I feel not good at all. Oh, shit, says Nash. <laughs> we, we gotta get in there. And then I'll slowly open the door and let Varel okay. in. And I'll, fall, I'll follow after Varel. And I'll walk stiffly in. Stanley. I'll make way for Nash to see. I'm going to say, uh, uh, Stanley. Uh, just what? Not, oh, you're, just hold you still. You're fine. Keep, here. Don't have to do anything. And I, I get down close to him almost selfie style with the mirror and look and see if I can see his face. <laughs> selfie style. You can see his face? I can see his face, you're, you're you saying? You can see his face, yeah. I go, damn it. And I put it. I put it in my little inside pocket of my robe uh, to give what back to Charlie. What are you doing, Nash? Well, we're worried about you. You've been in here for a yes. while. You haven't eaten. Varel especially. Oh, that drink was much more powerful than I expected. We brought you food. We intend to blood bowl at the top of the hour. Oh, uh, okay. We can, we can do that. That's fine. Um... Why is everybody here? We wish to make sure you eat hearty and view the uh, fine dining experience that our innkeeper. And I'll sort of tilt it towards him so he can see the top of the bowl. We might be vampires, Stanley. <laughs> what? It's okay. We're sharing secrets. I I got bit, and, and Nash was telling us he might know what that monster was, and Varel thinks you might have been bit back in the cave. Look Did at I these. Look at the. Look anything. at this. Look at the food first. Do you see the meat? Does this Did I say does, anything about the cave? The, does the meat offend you in any way? You offend me, Nash. Be quiet. <laughs> The meat doesn't appear to have any impact. He does briefly glance an eye at the meat. Doesn't seem to have done anything. Damn it. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Why are you asking about the cave? Well, it was there that we lost track of you. And your demeanor sense has not recovered as quickly as we are accustomed to it. Even your sadness in the camp of the tinkerer what was his name the barkeep that we hang out in the Charlemagne? no 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 the uh when we went to the secret camp for a while it was the tailor that he ran the inn in slave town but then he was the oh the jeweler the oh. jeweler yes uh the, the, the your sadness in the jeweler camp recovered much faster than your lingering sickness of 
current. Check his neck. What has caused you all to have this suspicious nature? Can I run a can I roll a perception check to see if I can see a bite <laughs> on his neck? Uh, you can roll an insight check. Okay, is that what I'd use? No, no, I'd say perception. You're trying to see his, uh, his neck. Yeah, okay, perception. Let's so let's do a perception check. Um, can I roll to see if I notice him trying to get a good look at my neck? Oh, you see him doing that. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> he didn't try to. He, he didn't try to stealth his way into observe, observe, observing you. He's looking at you like a. <laughs> it's uh, an eight. <laughs> uh, you do catch a glimpse of some of his neck, and you don't see any bites. But you haven't seen all of his neck, so you're not fully convinced. Okay. So all three of you are incredibly suspicious. Why? Stanley, you spoke in third person when you were drunk. I did. I did. Yeah. Well? Stanley apparently wasn't there. It seems that drink was a little more effective than I would have liked. I would have liked to have kept this perhaps a little more secret longer, but seeing as you are all here, I guess now is as good a time as any. I am not Stanley Billy. <laughs> My name is Diane Tallis, Archfey of Carnage. I'm just gaping at him. <laughs> I don't know what to make of any of this. Stanley is indisposed at the moment, though he is fine. We are simply sharing this body for the moment. I'm seeing your faces and understand you probably have some questions, so let me fill you in on what you don't know, and if there's anything you wish to ask me, you can do so when I'm done. When you were taken by that creature into the cave, the story Stanley told you about his attempted rescue was true. That place, however, was a prison. A prison that held me. After he defeated the creature, you all blacked out into the sand. And I emerged. I recognized a fellow fey being in Stanley, and I made him an offer. An offer that he chose to refuse. He didn't understand what an archfey was. I made him understand. So we have been sharing this body since then. And for the most part, Stanley has been in control as he ever was. But I spent centuries imprisoned there, and I felt the need to stretch my legs a little. I didn't count on you being quite so observant and catching on as quick, but maybe I just 
didn't take into account how well you knew Stan. So. Any questions? Dude, you're scary. Why? I yell. Why? Why are you doing why are you Stanley? Why or where's why why are you here and Stanley isn't? And also you were a way bigger dick to me while he was gone. This all makes sense now. Nash. I'm here because I would like to regain my former glory. You see, they attempted to destroy me in that prison. I'm not sure if any of you know what an Archfey is. Stanley certainly didn't. Or else he might have appreciated the threats. But I spent centuries deprived of air, deprived of light, deprived of food, smothered under sands and oil. And even that was not enough to destroy me. It did, however, leave me quite a bit weaker than I would have liked. Stanley could have helped me attain my power back, but he refused. By joining with his body, it presents me an opportunity to have him grow in power until eventually we can separate and I can continue on. It's a mutual partnership, even if it was one he was forced into. That doesn't make any sense. So what was the deal he turned down? I was going to allow him to be my ward. He was going to act in my services and help restore me to power. There are a couple ways it could be done. The easiest is to absorb mana waves from beings of strong magical nature. That would be the fastest way for me to regain my strength. He felt that with the deals he had been making recently, he had made enough, and he didn't trust me. Yeah, seems rightfully so. And what is an Archfey? How to describe it to you? You understand the powers that Kotobo Praith gave you. Imagine something that even Kotobo Praith might fear. That would be the powers of an Archfey. I'm a being of the Fey. I came to this planet to help eliminate a threat long ago. What was the threat? The dragons, of course. And then why were you in prison? Because I underestimated the strength of our enemy, and when I looked at the allies that I was presented, I found them weak, unable to assist in the way I needed. So, I imposed a level of natural selection. Keep only the strong and call the weak. It was frowned upon when I turned on my own people. Tell me that part about dragons again. The dragons? You understand that there was once a war against the dragons, correct, Nash? 
Maybe. Do they not have that book in the solar mines? <laughs> no. Oh, snap! <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> no. No, they didn't. I was called to aid the people of Earth, along with my people from the Fae. We felt it would be to our mutual interest to assist. Do you have all of Stanley's memories and thoughts? Stanley is still here. He's simply not in control. Right, but do you know... Do you know what he's seen, what he remembers, where he's been? Only what I've experienced while being a part of him. I can, of course, ask him anything I like. He can choose to tell me or not. That's his prerogative. Okay, go ahead then. Forget I interrupted. It's all good. Who stole the shoes from the old man? Stanley did. Who fought the vampire? <laughs> I did. So they are vampires. I don't know. Don't concern myself with such lesser beings. I look at Hope like... I don't like it now. I don't think you're a lesser being, is, my, is what my eyes say. Says look the, at them both <laughs> looking at each other. Did you establish she wasn't a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> well, not the kind I understand. Right, right. I just, I'm just laughing at the... I just love Nash Logic, that's all. <laughs> I just want to say that. Nash Logic. It's in the new book I'm going to put out. Is your goal in this town, in the keep... My goal is your goal. I want Stanley to become stronger, more powerful, capable of far more magic. If he becomes more powerful, I become more powerful. While I'm in his body, my powers and abilities are quite limited. So, it is in my best interest to take care of him and those that would see him achieve his goals. Look, if you're looking for trust, understand this. Nash Magar would be an amazing supply of mana waves. And I have yet to kill him. My interests are your interests. I would like to see Stanley grow and become more powerful. It helps me, and in turn helps you. So how do we eventually separate the two of you? As of right now, I'm not entirely sure. Stanley has a natural affinity for the arcane, which is capable of a great many things, if given room to flourish. It is my hope that I will find a way as he grows stronger, but in his current state we have quite a ways to go. Of course, if we find a source of mana waves, there's a simple ritual I can do to absorb that. And if I can attain my full power again, it should be a trivial matter to separate from Stan. Are you or Stanley hungry? <laughs> Not at the moment, no. Do you wish to join us for Blood Ball? Why not? Seems like it could be a fun diversion. <laughs> He's so creepy. 
We can't be okay with this. This isn't Stanley. This is a... What are you? A fae. Never even An heard of this. An arch fae. An arch fae. Sorry, are there other fae's that do your bidding? There are many beings of the fae. I don't trust any of this. Should be Stanley here. You Not hear a voice going uh, in your ear. It says, Who's guy? Who's guy? Oh, shit. Who's guy? You guys, no, I, I may not Everyone be... can hear it, but... Oh, yeah. everyone can hear it? What yeah. Is... It's just a faint little... This guy? This As guy? a matter of fact, Nash, you have a being of the Fae perched upon your shoulder right now. <laughs> Who's... What the... Who says? I believe she said. Nash! 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 All right, I'm going to make a... Nash! Bubble said I was from the Fae. Buttons said. Buttons said I was from the Fae. <laughs> Chat room, you can drink. There will be Dungeons drinking game. Wait. We all heard that? You all heard it. What'd you say? But, What'd she say again? That made me laugh. What was it? But Buttons said I was from the Fae. Oh. We had Dude. a book full of pictures of, of beings from the Fae. I'll lose some rice and beer as my hand slipped. Did you eat? <laughs> Buttons? Are you speaking to me, Varel? Directly. No, I did not eat buttons. Buttons apparently saw my joining with Stanley, so I sent him away. I don't know where he is at the moment. That sounds like horseshit. Oh, I, I assure you it's quite true. A being from a fae cannot tell a direct lie, Nash. Do you want to... I mean, do you want to show yourself, Pod? You all hear me say this. I'm not really, I'm scared. This man is scary. Uh, Blue sky, blue sky. I need to poo. I'm not done, I guess. I'll be back. <laughs> So I, I'm going to try to leave. Yeah, you can leave. Okay. Dying Talus, do you stop him? No. All right, I open that door. It feels weird saying not Stanley, but Dying Talus. Hmm. All right, I'm going to go out into the hall, uh, as far down the hall as I can, and I'm going to say, what is this? What are we doing? What? What? Why are you... What, blue sky, we're supposed to reserve this for only the most terrible things. What's, what's wrong? Well, I was really scared when he started talking about how he was fake. He's Fae of Carnage. And, and Bub Buttons, he said that Fae beings um, sort of a, uh, embody in their genetic code the reason for being as part of what they are. Pixies are, are magical and whimsical and represent beauty and joy and everything fun about life. The Arch Fae are the royalty of, of those creatures in the Fae Wild. And they might represent a singular idea like the Fae of Bountiful Feasts. It's exactly what you think. This person lives for nothing but feasts. And he said he was the Fae of Carnage. It seems bad. All right. And I heard the word Carnage once. Here's what I want you to there's, do. There's, there's this man. His name is 48 Carnage? Oh. Or was it 41 Carnage? 42. All he does is kill people. I thought it was 42. 
doesn't matter. I remember him talking to Dr. Dickles. I overheard them. And he was bragging about how he put a gun in this guy's mouth and then shot it. And then the back of his head blew up. And then he put the gun in the guy's asshole and shot it. And then the, the jolly's junk blew up. And then he put it in his belly button. He, he was reveling in the violence. Pod, pod, calm down. Huh? Uh, I have to stop you there because it's gross. But also, I want you... <laughs> I want you to go to my room and I want you to stay behind the door and don't leave. I'm going to go deal with this. I'm going to go see what Hope and uh, Varel want to do. I'm going to go try to understand this better. But if you're afraid, I don't want you in there. He knows you're there. So stay in my room. I'd feel better just if I was in the room. I won't go anywhere. But don't abandon me, Nash. I'm going to tell them you're not with me. But you can't speak, whisper, or do anything. Stay invisible. Can he tell you're with me? He knew I was there. Because you spoke, right? Or does he have another way of knowing if another Fae is around? Uh, I don't know. This is too big for me. Ah, son of a... Biscuit. Alright. You can stay... Let's test it out. Stay on my shoulder. Be invisible. Don't talk. Okay. okay. Alright. I'm going to go back in there. I'm back. I feel much better now. Good. I think that was just phase two. It's, we're done now. I'm good. Are there any other questions? What do you want with us? I want to see you succeed, Nash. I want to see this stupid deal removed from three of your heads. I want to see you all triumphant in everything you seek to accomplish. And what do you gain? Power, of course. He feeds his hunger. In our wave of destruction across this plane, we will kill many a sorcerer, as we have in the past. And perhaps he will digest them and eventually have his second glorious birth, which we can only hope will not hurt Stanley. It is not at all my intention to harm Stanley, simply to regain what I lost. If I punch you hard right now, who feels it? You or Stanley? It would be both of us. Any harm that befalls this body would happen to Stanley directly. If Stanley were to perish, I can't say for certain what would happen to me. It could be that my essence would simply travel to whatever else is nearby. It could be that I would be sent back to the Fae to be reincarnated, which would bring back the powers I had lost far quicker, but considering they're the ones who imprisoned me, I'm in no rush to test. I simply don't know, but... Your friend would most definitely be dead. I look at Varel and go, I don't trust it, and I turn away. <laughs> you don't trust it, Nash. Yeah, the what a it, silly thing. The, I already told you, I cannot lie. Unlike Stanley, who's been lying to you this entire time. Well, listen, it's not so much what you say, it's how you say it. Everything is, oh yes... Why, of course it is. 
Like this freaking hoity-toity bullshit is not, I don't trust it. It seems like you're, if I ask you a question, like, let me ask you this. Let's try it. Are you an archmage? Or, an, sorry, an archfey? Of course I am. See, you guys hear it? He's just an a-hole about it to the point that it sounds like he's tricking us. We've heard people like this before. This isn't our Your first time. limited capacity for social interaction is not my problem, Schmega. My social skills be damned. I'm concerned about the welfare of this group. And I'm, and I, heaven help me, I'm about to say it. I'm worried about Stanley. My you eye. have no need to worry for Stanley. He can be here whenever I wish. So wish him here now. Let's see him. Let's see if he's okay. Are you certain you're done speaking with me? I look at the other two. Hope is, has no words for this situation. I have no doubt that your goals will be reached if you accompany our group. However, our request is thus. Should you harm and digest Nash Maggard, we will send you back to your jailers. And I will finish Stanley. I think that's fair, though... <laughs> What if something happens to Nash of his own volition? He is known to be quite careless. <laughs> Sorry, he literally three. proves my point <laughs> as I speak. <laughs> Sorry. I thought this was out. I have a dust cleaner, one of those dust cleaner things, and I thought it was all out of uh, whatever's in it. He's, he's, clean, he's cleaning up face, too. He's cleaning up face, too. Sorry. I rest my case. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Do you eat what is already dead? I only eat what is dead. To drain someone while they're alive would result in their death anyway. It is of my interest to keep Nash Maggard alive. Bumbling though he may be, he is quite powerful. Can't believe how much I miss Stanley now. I think we're going to take our break there. All right. What do you guys think? Yep. That's good. Yep. We're going to recoup. Yep. 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 That's yep. a good note. Let's take 10. That's a All great right. question. See you in a bit. All right. We're taking a, a quick one, guys. Uh, come on back. We'll be right back. To Oracle. Ah, uh, yes. And we're back. Bo? Hi. We return. We return to the scene with our adventurers all in a room having a serious conversation around Diane Tallis, who's lounging, nursing a hangover, but comfortably in his bed explaining how he is no longer, in fact, Stanley Billings at the moment, but a being called Diantalus, Archfey of Carnage. Is it the act of Carnage? Or is there a place called Carnage? I'm sorry, what exactly are you asking, Nash? <laughs> I'm just curious... If you're the Archfey of Carnage, does that mean you, you spread death everywhere you go? Or is there a place in the Fey called Carnage and you're just the Archfey of Carnage, like the mayor of, of the town kind of thing? Stick around, you'll find out. I still don't trust him after that. That's a terrible answer. 
as you should in Nash. Yeah. You are to be kept as the final snack, as I see it. He'll do I it too. Let's to you. let's see Stanley. Nash would make quite a powerful boon towards me, uh, retaining my true form. But he's currently much more valuable to me alive. What? Well, how? How do? I, how do I know when that changes? Can you just tomorrow go? Ah, he's better dead to me now. Nash, as difficult as it is for me to say this, you gain the ability to grow in power just the same as Stanley. I've witnessed the same potential in all of you, though I prefer the brethren that I sense within Stanley and his lineage. But why have a snack when you can later have a feast? I can assure you I have no interest in you unless you do something to harm yourself and shuffle off this mortal coil. Varel, we should demand to see Stanley. I agree. Let us talk to Stanley. Very well. It's easy enough. I'll sit back, close my eyes, uh, take a moment. And then, after a moment... <clears throat> well, I guess he told you. How do we know you're the Stanley? Not the other I, guy. I think you're an ugly plague upon the world, man. It's Stanley, you guys! <laughs> it's totally Stanley! <laughs> That is a true opinion of Stanley, which could still be the Fey of Carnage, as he cannot lie. We should ask him a question of which Stanley must lie of. Oh. That's a good idea, Varel. You already have. You've asked me what I think of Nash, and in truth, <clears throat> I respect Nash. He's foolhardy, but... He's talented, and he's a good person. Now I don't know who it is. Perhaps the color of hope. Yes. Perhaps you could tell us, and I'll wink, the color. And you want me to lie about it? Yes. Hope Essential. is blue. Test complete. <laughs> I also Welcome felt back. I felt little limbs tighten on my shoulder for just a minute when she heard blue. Look, yeah. I I understand that I have kept something awful from you all, but when when he attacked me in the cave, I tried to stand and he was able to freeze my entire body. And in that instant, he told me that he could take control whenever he wanted. That if I told anybody what was going on, he could simply wait until everyone was asleep and take everything I care about away from me. Thankfully, he blew the secret himself, but that's why I kept it hidden. It was try to 
prevent him from doing anything. He's... He speaks very coolly, but he... He shifts in extremes. He is unpredictable in a lot of ways. For what it's worth, I do believe that he is interested in seeing us succeed, but I would also understand if you would prefer me not be around. What happens to you when he comes forward? Where do you go? It's like being in a dream, except the dream is witnessing the events that he is witnessing. I can't control it, I can't take any action, and I don't even become fully aware of what's going on until he either sleeps or until we switch positions, and then I gain all the knowledge that he has obtained, and I would assume vice versa. You are wise to keep your secrets. He is a wounded predator. An apex predator who has lost his standing. He is very dangerous. Can he hear us now? He can, but if it's anything like when it's me, it doesn't fully register until he has taken over. It's best I can describe it as dreamlike in nature. Well then I would like to just say out loud that I think he's kind of a, a squatter and kind of a pain in our ass. Let's see if he can figure that out when he comes back forward. <laughs> sure he can, Nash. Nash, do you have a favorite food? Yes. And what is it? Lasagna. <laughs> this creature, lasagna, <laughs> if it were to come before you in the night and taunt you, saying, you can't possibly eat me. I'm lasagna. <laughs> How would you react? Uh, well, I've never met a lasagna I couldn't eat, so I would react uh, poorly. I would. This would be a problem. I believe this same situation applies here. What we have is a lasagna situation, and you must be careful not to taunt this creature. All right. <laughs> Now I just want lasagna. That's fine, though. Um, Stanley, I'm just worried. Uh, look, I don't want you to think I'm losing it here, but I'm worried that you're going to be harmed by this process. And despite our our dis disagreements and our misunderstandings, you're part of this group as much as any of us, and I really don't like that someone else is at your helm right now. I share your concerns, Nash, but... There's not a lot I can do. Uh, as he said and has told me, if I die, I die. And who knows what happens to him. I'm not thrilled about it, but I do see something of an advantageous side to it. There's the opportunity that we face an impossible-seeming mission. Having someone like him on our side certainly helps that situation. But again, should you all decide to not take that risk, I certainly don't think I could face the principle on my own, and I think we stand a better chance together than apart, but I would respect your wishes if you felt you needed to go your separate ways. 
We can't leave him. We have to stay. He has to stay with us. And we'll just have to live with this... Faye. Who, by the way, is nothing like the Faye that we've befriended. She's kind and caring and timid. This this guy here is not that. And so we'll stick with you, but you'll forgive us if we're cautious. Honestly, Nash, I would be disappointed if you weren't all cautious. I think you should exercise extreme caution. If Dime Talus is the one in charge, I think... Let him come along, let him do what he's going to do, but certainly don't put him in a position where he's making the shots. Calling the shots. All right, well, anybody want to say goodbye to Stanley? (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) I'm currently in control of my functions, Nash. He would have to exert quite a bit of effort to kick me out at this point. So why can't you just retain the power forever, and now he's just trapped in you? His, His prison is you. At a certain point, I need to sleep. When I sleep, he's able to slip in and assume control at that point. So, no matter what, that's an opportunity for him to take over. I've tried forcing my way through, and he has done the same. Uh, He's been successful, but it's a struggle. I can't really explain more than that. We haven't tested the limits of all of this yet. I'd like to look out the window and see, is there a clock tower, or at least the sun? Um, survival check, please. You're asking me what time is it? Yeah. Eight. If you had to guess, it's close to... It's already reached the apex and is now starting to descend, so maybe a good hour after the noon time. We are all due for blood ball. Stanley, we brought you food though it was tainted with weapons against vampires. Well, I mean, it's okay for you to eat, though, if you're not one. I'm afraid that the effects of Diantalus's experiments with whiskey has lingered, and I am not going to have anything to eat at the moment. I don't think I could take it. I'll put it on the bedside table if there is one. But we should get going. Stanley, for our sakes, if you could make a bold-faced lie every once in a while to reassure us of your control. I could certainly do that. I will tell you, you, uh, you caught him the moment he assumed control. First time he ever took the body out for any sort of jaunt was the morning that he ordered breakfast and you immediately questioned him. I don't think he's great at reading people. I don't think he's great at pretending to be. In our time together, Stanley, you have never once complained about a meal. But it was really the bolt. Such an unstanley-like move of combat. It struck me 
Wait, during the humping, who was Stanley humping or was it the other guy humping? I believe it was only me, Hope, and Bok Bok doing the humping. Oh, all right. And the strangers in the dream. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. I was saving them from the humping. Nash. All right. Just curious. That answers that. <laughs> Regardless, I will do my best to indicate that it's me. Although I will say he's probably somewhat relieved that he can be himself. I don't think he much enjoyed in person for me. Yes, I think you're right on that point. He was he was boisterous about it. Well, shall we go to Blood Ball? To Blood Ball. To Blood Ball. I still don't even know Blood what it Ball. is. Let's go. Sounds scary. Um, so you guys all uh, <laughs> proceed to get up, gather your things, make your way outside of Charlemagne. Charlemagne says, uh, bonjour, bonjour, bonne chance uh, at the Blood Ball. And uh, you exit Charlemagne's and proceed down the rows, making your way to the nearby stadium known as the Rut Stadium. If you look at your map here, it's just two blocks away. And it opens up into a field. Now, if you look over to Roll20, there's a little visual of the Rut Stadium. Uh, I use the word little. It's actually a gigantic map. You should be able to move your characters. Um, so as you continue uh, down, it opens up to a very large space with a baseball diamond in it. There are bleachers all around. Um, the baseball field's currently empty, except you see uh, some, some thin men in gray shirts and two larger men with bellies, as you recognize with the gray socks baseball cap on, uh, standing in the field. And there's a place for you to enter to open up the chain fence and walk into the field. You guys slowly enter into the field, and the man you recognize is uh, Coach Mar Marlboro. Says, um, hey, come on in, come on in. It's good to see you. I'm glad you came. All right, listen up, boys and girls. Uh, we've got uh, some new players joining the team. People are just kind of like, mm hmm. Uh, first, um, Camel, uh, can you uh, get your measuring tape? Measure these guys for their sizes. I'm sorry, these guys are Mar Marlboro and Camel. Did I get that right? Yeah, that's General Manager Camel over there. He okay. takes care of all the logistics, and I take care of making sure we play the best game of blood ball that we possibly can. I'm Nash. <laughs> nice to meet you, Nash. You're a friend of Vorel's? I am. I was, I was indisposed last, last uh, when we should have met before. I apologize. Yeah, okay. Well, not, not a problem. It's good to meet you. I'm glad you came here. We could use your help. This is going to be a fantastic blood ball game that we're setting up for this week. Um, so, Camel, just go ahead. And uh, Varel, Camel uh, takes out a measuring tape and just immediately walks up to you and puts it. He's, I'm going to put this around your waist, okay? Just don't Very attack well. me. I'm not attacking you. All right. Thank you for the warning. Um, and so he, he measures, he puts the, the, the tape around your waist, he goes, mm-hmm, and he gets a little notepad out, and he's got a little pencil, and he chalks out a number. He's like, uh, hold out, flex your bicep for me, please. I do, joyously. And he, he measures your pythons. And then he's like, okay, I also just uh, need to uh, know your foot size. And he sort of unhooks this little contraption from his belt that he has over his shirt. And he's like, just put your foot into this, please. Foot size? Yes. 
For what purpose? <laughs> well, as part of playing gray socks, there are regulation clothes that you're going to have to wear. Just one of it's a gray shirt, but it'll have your number on it. And also, you'll have to wear, um, you know, our mascot is a gray sock, so we got to put some gray socks on you. Now we can cut out the bottoms. I know you're a lizard folk and you don't love shoes, but you'll have to wear a socks. It's 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 part of the deal. It's a tradition of the gray socks. That is fair. Thank you for the accommodation. Sure thing. All right, he takes your sock size, and then after he's done with you, he goes to uh, to you, Hope, and he says, "Okay, um, okay, honey. So I uh, just need to measure your waist size, please." Uh, all right, and I'll kind of awkwardly hold my arms up. Uh huh. All right, and uh, he takes some measurement of your waist. He's like, "All right, now, now, give me your, give me your biggest muscle you can make with your arm." All right. He, he measures arm span, and he's like, "All right, and um, now just lift up one of your legs, and uh, I'll measure your foot." Um. Uh, okay. Now take off your boot. I need your foot. Oh, oh. Uh, and I'll kind of awkwardly. Eventually, I'll sit on the ground because I can't balance and take the boot off, and then stick the foot in his face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he, he's like, oh, I don't need it there. Just lower. And oh. he measures the, the size of your foot. And he's like, um, uh, this is Stanley? Or who is this? I do. Yes, my name is Stanley Billings. Pleased to meet you. Okay, so I'm just going to take measurements. And he takes measurements, as if you agree to. Um, I guess. All right, well, flex your muscle. What have you gotten us into? Uh, blood ball. <laughs> okay, and I just need you to lift up your foot. Take off your shoe and uh, lift up your foot so I can measure your foot size. And as he measures, he writes down this little flip notepad. Okay, and um, <clears throat> who is this? Is he to join the Blood Ball team? Are you looking at me? Yeah. Yes. You're looking a little rough, sir. Are you sure you're up for this? It's my permanent default state. Let's go. I take my boot off and stick my nasty, gnarly, bony <laughs> foot at him. He's like, all right, we're going to start with the foot, eh? All right, all right. And he puts the your foot in there. You can tell he's, he's holding your foot like with his two fingers because he doesn't want to get any of the disgusting <laughs> stuff on it. Yeah. Like, all right. He just he does it super quick. Writes the number down. He's like, all right, lift up your armpits or your arms. And he puts the measuring tape around you. He's like, makes his face like, oh, oh. All right, your muscle. Let me see your muscle. All right. Measures your python. Writes it down. He's like, okay, I'm done with you. All right there, um, Marlboro, I'm headed off to Janet. I'm going to get some jerseys made for these boys and um, and some hats. And we'll uh, hopefully be back by the end of practice, get them their uniforms. All right, then. We're just going to be practicing. See you, Camel. See you, Marlboro. All right. Camel takes off. He's like, all right, let's have everyone gather around, gather around. And so all the other players on the Gray Sox come come forward, and you all sort of form in this circle around Marlboro, who takes out a little crate and then stands on it and stands a little taller than everyone else. And he says, all right, men and ladies, welcome to the first uh, practice of the Trashburg Gray Sox. Now, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. you. You all know the history of Blood Ball. You all know that the Guzzle Gang Pounders always beat the Trashbird Gray Sox, and you've all been compensated very fairly for your participation. Now, Please. some of you aren't going to make it. Excuse me. Uh, what compensation? Well, uh, you know, we the 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 Guz Bolts. Uh, Varel said that he was less concerned about money. He said you guys don't care about money. 
That is simply not true. Let me let's get we'll get to you after, okay? So um now now take it up with Vorel. Now um uh I lost my train of thought. Discipline's important, guys. Don't interrupt me when I'm speaking. All right, so now um as you know, uh, we always lose this game. And uh although we've got a we maybe have a a, a a snowball's chance in hell this time of winning with the likes of this great fantastic lizard folk here Varel who's agreed to join the team there's still probably a good chance we're going to lose and not everyone here is going to make it just remember why you're doing this you're just to feed your family and to make sure they live on in comfort it's a great honor to be a part of this great sport and your name will live on in the halls of legend but that being said we do have this fantastic specimen the greatest player ever to join the Trashburg Grey Sox, Vorel Rasvim Kurek. And then the, all the sort of Trashburg uh, people sort of looked to you and he said, this man is could be the savior of the Trashburg Grey Sox. Not a once have we ever won a game. Yet this time we may stand a chance to win a game with this, uh, this natural athlete of greatness. And some of the Trashburg folks come over to you and start feeling your arms and touching your scales. And the rest of the team sort of come to you like you're Jesus of Nazareth walking around. And they start like, <laughs> they start like touching you and start, and they're like, oh, oh, and you're being fawned over by the rest of the Trashburg team. We have a chance to beat the Guzzle Gang Pounders. And what a great chance it is for there to be a great wedding. And should we win this match, we will know no end of, 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 of accolade and of money and of food to eat inside the keep. They would surely invite us in, the new heroes that we were. And some of you may rise to promise prominence within the Guzzle Gang itself. How amazing would it be if Pharrell were to carry us, finally, who've toiled so long at, for the love of the sport of Blood Ball, to greatness? Imagine all the women and men you could want and all the money. So we're going to win this one, right, everyone? And then after fawning over you a bit, the Trashburg, the very thin, badly-toothed Trashburgians of agree, go, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the key to winning is practice and discipline, and that's what we're going to do starting now. Now, is, that, is there any questions except the one that Stanley asked, which we'll take care of privately? Uh... uh... No, no. Do we need gear? Like what? Uh, what is Blood Ball? Yeah, that's a good question. The gear that you're going to need for those who haven't played, and I know that you guys are from out of town, so understandable that you might not know the rules. So you're going to need a baseball glove, what we call a Blood Ball glove. Excuse me, baseball is what it used to be called. Blood Ball glove, a Blood Ball bat, and it's played with a ball. Um, hey, Dave, 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 bring out the blood bats. And then a guy from from an unseen part of where the uh, the pit is not the pit. What do they call it? Uh, the, the baseball player baseball, thing. Baseball dugout. Um, dugout. The dugout from yeah. from the dugout rolls up wheels up this sort of cart, and it's got a whole pile of baseball bats and baseball gloves on. And he's like, "All right, go ahead and find the baseball bat with your name on it. Everyone gets one. You get your own. Now you're gonna have to cherish this thing because this is your weapon, and this is our way to win." Are there your many blood like ball it? Mat is your life. Are there many like it? But this is our own. Exactly. You've got the right attitude, sir. 
Sweet. All right. So he wheels it out. And he says, "Pick your pick your equipment." Do they, they actually have look, our names on it? They don't. They all look like uh, very um, well worn, well used baseball bats made entirely of wood. Some of them have tape wrapped around the end. Some of them don't. They all look like there's a wide variety in there. Are some bigger some and some chips. smaller? That kind of thing. Um, they're all roughly the same size. Okay. I'm gonna uh, pick out a few and go for a heavy one that feels like it would hit real hard. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna reach in, test a few. I'm gonna go oh, for one. Sorry. That's... Um, they're all made of aluminum. They're not wooden. Oh. Okay. Uh, one well a heavier aluminum bat, one of the heavier yeah. ones, not by okay. much, but yeah, sure. I'll go for one that seems a little more light, a little easier to swing. Okay, is there one that's uh full of dents and dings? Yes, there are many full of dents, dings, and deformities. I would like to find the one that's not bent, but has the most scratches, dents, dings. Yeah, yeah, you find one. It's got it's covered in cracks. It looks as old as the mountains themselves. Yes, and I hold it. It's the sun. It's, it's, bra- it's, it's so old it's browning uh, in parts from mm. oxidization and stuff. All right, I'm just gonna grab one that I can heft in my hand and feels good. All right, and uh, don't forget your gloves. Oh, those are all there too. There's a giant pile of gloves, all worn and used leather. Just pick a glove. Does my hand fit? Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, there are some large ones there. You can right. find one that'll fit you. Yeah, but it's awkward because of the way like there's holes for more fingers than I think you have. Are you fully five fingered? Yeah, I'm five fingered. Okay. I can also um, so wolverine this biz and pop my nails out. <laughs> you're gonna have to do that. Yeah, you're gonna have to do that. They won't. They won't fit completely. Like I was just going to say, you can pull them over your hand and use them, but they won't fit over your wrist unless you put your fingers through them somewhat. So they've yeah, never so had never had a lizard folk on the team, I guess, before. Uh, well, you know, no one wants to 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 join the uh, the blood ball games because it's certain death. We have to usually pay people. They'd rather join the gangs because that's where all the money's to be made. Mm. But uh, Varel here agreed. We did barely had to twist his arm. I mean, it's great. The love of the game. This man loves blood ball. Certain death. You mean the losing team, the entire team, is killed in the process No, 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 no. But usually there's at least three or four deaths on the team. It's just from playing the game. It's a rough game. Per team? And three or four deaths per team? No, usually three or four deaths on the Trashburg Grey Sox. Gotcha. Usually the Pounders win and Every now and then we get one strong guy who gets a good crack or two off on the pounders, but they usually walk away. Uh, Mis- Mr. Camel, you're Camel, are you? I'm Marlboro. Marlboro, sorry. I got my cigarette brands mixed up. I'd like to ask you a question. What does uh, that mean? <laughs> something I learned in the solar mines. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> okay. So uh, let's say that the four of us come to this competition with a additional skills mm-hmm. are we allowed to use those skills in the game uh, what do you mean additional skills well like uh what kind let's just say uh varel has certain abilities that make him rather mighty let's say i've got some abilities that perhaps are in the magic realm as he says this in the background i finally find my glove and i press the digitate it clean 
It's clean. It's still worn, though. You, you clean it, but it's still worn, and so any any gunk is still in the glove because it's part of the glove now. That's fine. Um, um, he says, "You magic, you say? Yeah. So we have to be careful. You can use all of your strength when you attack the other team uh, with your blood ball bat or when you're taking hits, but there cannot be no, you know, no guns, um, no trickery. That'll Let's get spin. you an out. There cannot now be you no... spit, but this game is a game of honor. So we can't have people cheating because there'll be no end of it. Uh, there are rules to this traditional game. So there cannot be I'm... no guns, you said. Of course not, there are no guns. Only, this is a field of battle. And only real, strong men and women fight on a real field of battle of blood ball. In the background, the I have guns now to the cowards. put my glove on my mage hand to see if it floats. Does that mean this would be not allowed then? No, 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 sir. You cannot do that. And I would ask you to maybe not do that ever again while you stay here. People have a very superstitious look on those magical tricks. Please mm. don't do that. Okay. Because earlier you made a double negative and I thought I could take advantage of it, but I, but I think we'll play fair. That's fine. Well, I mean, look, if you've got a way, well, between you and me, if you've got a way to make your muscles stronger because you're looking kind of thin. As long as nobody sees it, no one's going to know. Mm. But I can't have you, you know, shooting a magical ghost hand across the thing. That'll get me killed. And we don't want to give the Guzzle Gang any reason to say that we're cheating. Because I don't know if you notice. They run this place, so... Okay. But, you know, if you can put a little extra piss in your punch that comes from, oh, I don't know, some some pixie blush concoction that you've taken that makes you a savage by all means is it just the four of us on a team are there additional players they'll be playing with us um well no you have the team here uh, there's about 12 per team okay. i think depends we'll have to hear from the guzzle gang what the team size are going to be but you guys were asking about the rules of blood ball um so it's pretty simple all right and he's like now nah, well the training's going to start basically each team takes a turn being the one to hit the ball and while the ball's in transit and he goes on to explain the rules of baseball okay, okay. which you as players know so i'm not going to <laughs> spend an hour doing okay the things of note that he says that are different is thus and now um sorry one sec let me find this information all right so first thing that you notice is different about the rules of blood ball is that he describes the pitcher dipping the ball in a pail of human blood before firing it. Okay. So near the pitcher's mound, there will be a pail of human blood, and the blood, the, the ball will be fired at you fully red. By uh, someone um, throwing it or a machine? No, it's a pitcher. The pitcher will throw okay, it. Okay, okay. Um, everyone carries a blood ball bat at all times. Unlike baseball, where you throw it away, you have a blood ball bat with you all the time. You don't throw it on the ground. Okay. Um, so the scoring team, if you make a score, part of earning your score is you can choose a player on the opposite team and you get to hit them for free. They can't fight back. You can just nail them. Any, anywhere. Anywhere. Uh, the more savage, the better. Okay. Uh, the defending team, if they out people, um, they can hit them too. So if you get outed on first base, you've got to take a hit. 
And so the person on their team just gets to whack you as hard as they can with a baseball bat. Now, if you score a home run, then everyone who's on a base or who's, you know, active can pick one person on the other team and all of them get to nail that person. And then the suck master and two invited judges will give a thumbs up or thumbs down. And if you get a thumbs up, you get to score the points. And if you get a thumbs down, you don't get to score any. Um, if someone drops to zero hit points, they might die, they might die, not die, but they're out of the game. So the way the Grey Sox tend to lose the game is that all their people get beat up and then they have no more players to finish. Thus, the Guzzle Gang Pounders win. Okay. So he says most games don't go to nine innings because usually uh, the Trashburg Grey Sox get pounded. <laughs> <laughs> before the game can get that far. Does that mean everyone Usually dies? Usually they make it to the third they make it to about the third inning. Does that mean everyone dies or that just not enough players left to, to They might the game? die, they might get beat crippled to the point of not being able to play. Okay. Yeah. Like knocked out or something like that. So you could die, you could get knocked out, whatever, whatever. Those are the only variants um variations to the game. Uh that from from baseball as Marlboro finishes up his explanation. So does anyone have any questions about the rules? It'll all become clear as we practice. Let's do it. I'm good. All right. So here's the way it's going to work. There are a number of skills relating to um, the game. Okay. And what you're going to have to do is we're basically going to have in the next four days of play four chunks of two hours. No, sorry. We're going to have four days, and each day there'll be two chunks of two hours. So if you train for four hours, I'm just make it simple. If you train for four hours in a particular skill, you will add your proficiency bonus to it as a trained skill you have on your character sheet. Okay? So, so what that means is here are the skills for Blood Ball. Okay? You attack as normal. You run like using your move speed, but you have pitching. And I'll send you these rules offline, but I'm explaining it for our listeners. So I'm just going to go through them. There's pitching skills, which is a power pitch or a curveball. There's a there's batting skills for a powerful hit, a bunt, and an intentional fly ball. Okay. There's batting power, how hard you hit the ball. There's sliding, outing, passing, catching a pass, and catching a hit. So you can choose which among these skills you want to practice in order to be able to add your proficiency to it in training for the game. There won't be enough time for you to learn all of the, the skills in the next four days. Okay. But assuming you make it to practice, you can <clears throat> practice them. Now, before you do that, Marlboro, uh, he gets up and he says, "Let's. I'd like to show you an example of how this game works. Morel, come here. I want to see how hard you can hit. Bring your right. blood bat here. And then I you're heard. hitting, you put your glove on the ground. You don't need the glove right now. Have you ever used a bat to hit a ball, sir? No. All right. So, uh, step up to the plate now. Uh, which which among you want wants to try pitching? I uh, guess I could try it. Okay. So Stanley, it is. Uh, go up to the pitcher's mound. You see, it's, uh, there's a pile of balls over there, baseballs and and or excuse me, blood balls. And dip that. There's a pail of uh, uh, well, that's just cow blood in there because we're just practicing. Dip that ball in the cow blood. And uh, who wants to be the back catcher? 
uh, I'll do it. Okay. So, and he's already explained the rules, so you know that it's the guy that stands behind and catches the right. ball. Right. All right. So, very good. Um, now, uh, Varel, stand up on the plate. And if you see on the map here, you can actually move your dudes around and position them. Looks like we're not on the layer. Yeah. Uh, we aren't on the lair. No, we're still on the. Yeah, we see the teat. Oh, if you scroll down. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah let me move you guys. Um, there you go. Hey. Ooh. Cool. Oh wait. Oh wow, we're tiny. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh look it's, at that. Uh, yeah, yeah it, I mean a baseball field's four hundred feet, so it's a big map I had to make. Yeah, oh, so you can gosh, stand anywhere where the batter needs to go. Stanley can move himself to the pitcher's mound. Get out of here, Nash. <laughs> All right, I'm down. Where am I? Oh, okay, I'm in the pet catcher's area. Yep. Oh, don't stand on the base there, Varel. Stand in the box. You got to stand in the box. Oh. You hit over the base. There you go. All right, so now this is how it's going to work. Uh, Stanley, you're going to pitch. So uh, a pitch means that uh, you roll. Um, a pitch means uh, you just do a power pitch. So take your take your roll and add your strength to it. Well, maybe I shouldn't have been the pitcher. <laughs> Natural one. I don't think I should have been the pitcher. Okay, yeah. So you go to throw um, the ball, and uh, it just, so you know when you've, eh, you, you just flip it, it flips it off the back of your hand, and it just flies. You manage to throw it backwards behind yourself. and uh, It's like, now, now, don't feel bad. We're here to practice, so you can just try that again. Go ahead and pick up another ball. Oh. Make sure to dip it in the blood, and you can pitch it. Maybe there's a position better suited for somebody who's better at throwing things hard. We're just, I'm just triaging to see where you're at now. And as you look over, a bunch of the trash burgers start laughing at you. <laughs> I love their laugh. I'm going to try and throw it again. All right. Make a strength roll. Or I'll be ready. 14. Okay. Um, so now for uh, to bat, it's a contest versus the pitching. So, uh, it's your a roll plus dexterity for batting. Be much better. At oh, it's a it's a dex attack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, no, those are attacks. Okay, so an attack is it's when not an attack. It's a, it's, a, yeah. it's a skill check. Oh, so my. you're contesting batting skill check versus pitching. Does this count as against an effect that I can see while not blinded, deafened, or incapacitated? Sure. Danger sense. Yeah, okay. A ball is being thrown at you. Okay, cool. All right, well, I get All right, and what do I... I add my normal dex? You add your normal dex. And you'd add your proficiency as well if you choose to practice in batting. Gotcha. Okay, cool. All right, 19. So you rolled 15, Stanley? Uh, 14. Okay, and you hear it. As you hit the ball, now you have to roll batting power, which is a d20, to see how far it is. Now, you're just doing a power hit. You could also choose to bunt or fly ball, but you're going to choose this time to power hit. So I need you to roll a d20 and a d12 at the same time. Right. The d12 will determine where you hit. So a three and a one. A three for the d20? Yeah. Do I add anything to it? A three times 20 is how far it goes, so it's going to be 60 feet of a hit. Now, what was on the d12? One. So, so if you look at the top part of the map, you'll see that's the direction you trace the arrow to, roughly. Uh, you'll do it from over the mound, right here. Oh. Uh, so let me. Um, so, so uh, th 
sorry, three times 20 is 60, so it went out 60 feet, and it's towards the one which makes it a foul ball. Gotcha. See where I'm, see where I'm pointing? Yeah. Punch. He's like, oh, nice try, nice try. You, you hit it, but you can't hit it outside of those lines, or it's a foul, like I explained to you when I was playing the rules of baseball. Uh, so, uh, why don't we try that again? All right? A seven. Seven for me. Uh, seven on your d20? Yeah. Okay, so that um, that will count as a, a hit because I think... It, oh, no, in ties... Hmm, that's a contingency that didn't come up. Well, um, we, I, they'd be the enemies, so I'm the player because Stanley's pretending to be the enemy? Yeah, but it's... Okay, well, do, we, do we have a bias to resolve it here? Let's. Okay, that's what I'll rule for now. If it changes, I'll let you know. It's a hit. Roll your batting power and a d12. Nine Number and sixteen. Add your strength to the batting power. Oh right. Uh, so twenty for batting power and nine for the hit. Oh, you rolled twenty for batting power. Not natural. That's with so sixteen plus. Okay, so twenty times twenty is you hit it four hundred feet and you rolled nine in the direction. Yes. Okay, so uh, that would mean. Uh, yeah, this map doesn't zoom out far enough. Oh, yes, it does. So if you look at my arrow, you hit a home run. <laughs> so this time you go, nice. pow, and, and the thing flies up into the air and sails, and Marble goes, holy shit! Oh, wow, what a hit! You see that, boys? And the boys are all like, yeah, 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 yeah. And the team is just like, and Marble takes his hat, throws it on the ground. He's like, I ain't never seen a hit like that, a second hit in my life. Oh, I got a good feeling about this game. We're going to do it. Holy crap. That's your second hit, and you hit a home run. That means you get to score for free. But it's only you here, so uh, what you get to do is you get to walk up to that Stanley there and hit him with your baseball bat as hard as you can, trying to kill him. I mean, you really got to try and kill him. And he can't defend himself. If he defends himself, he's got to let you hit him again. Can you tell them to take any position you want them in? Well, no. That's not really tradition. Okay. But they just have to stand there. They can't. They can't have their hands up, you know. But you, you can't tell them to spread their legs so you can knock them in their wiener. Uh, that, that's not good. Right. You know, you got to be able to hit them with them standing there. Okay. Uh, do you want to try it, Stanley? There and 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 Varel? No. <laughs> uh, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Varel's pretty scary too. He, he, he's clearly joking. <laughs> So Stanley does think? not know this. Stanley is terrified. <laughs> All right, Hope. All right, Hope. Get up here. I want to see how you can hit. Oh, okay. And I'll right. bring my bat, which I've held on to. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Stanley. Whenever you're ready. A 19. Oh, uh... So take a roll and add your dexterity to it for batting. Uh, a five. Okay, so you go to swing at the ball. It sails past you. Nash, it hits your mitt. Whoo, and he goes, strike! Or not, yeah, it's a strike. Right, Steve, it's a strike one. All right, let's try that again. Stanley? Okay. 19 again. 12. Strike two! <laughs> it sails past you as you attempt to hit it. 
Okay. I'm not kidding. A 19 again. A 7. <laughs> All right. Strike three. Now, look, Hope, if you don't hit that ball, what's going to happen is one of them Guzzle Gang members is going to be able to come up to you and hit you with a baseball for free. And I don't know how much punishment you can take. Usually it's three tops for most folks. Maybe two. A bat or a ball? A bat. Oh. You said That's that. why everyone has the bats. You need them to hit the other players with. Right. So, so, um, and those guzzle gang dudes, they do a lot of damage. So let's try it again. We'll start over. Stanley, maybe you're doing real well on the pitching. <laughs> yeah, got but right we want to see how she hits. So uh, don't relent, but just don't try anything funny, okay? A 10. Right, 21. Okay. Pow! Now, because you beat the score by 10... You only have to roll a d20 for batting power, and you can choose the direction the ball goes. Oh, nice. Well, my d20 was a 1. Okay. So it's not going very far. So it's going to go 20 feet. <laughs> uh, you have to add your strength to the, to the roll. Oh, okay. Uh, 2. <laughs> okay, so it goes 30 feet. So it goes 30 feet in whatever direction you pick. You, so you hit it, but like you, you were underestimating how powerful the throw was. So the throw... Like sort of, you know, when you're golfing or you're, you know, you know, it just hits and your like, arms are like, ah, it's like you realize you have to hit it with like more hatred. You were kind of just trying, you were trying to aim for it. So just, and it falls to the ground immediately. And he's like, whoa, whoa, don't bunt it. Oh, you got to hit it with more power than that. What's bunting? So, so bunting, I explained it in the rules, but bunting's when instead of hitting it to try and make a home run or hit it really far, you hit it close. Right? So, and maybe you even sacrifice yourself in order to get some of your guys home so we can make a few points if we're going to need it. But bunting is just hitting it straight to the ground intentionally. We'll get to all that. Uh, Stanley, throw another one for Hope. A 13. 17. All right. So, D20 and a D12. Add your strength to the 20 roll. All right. And 18. Okay. So, that's 18 times 20 is. I believe 360 feet. Cool, and then and it goes toward vector eight. So, sorry, so is it 360, uh, 360 feet, right? I believe so. No, sorry. Vector eight, so it goes right here. Almost a home run, so it sails way up into the air. Whew. I'm hoping <sighs> it comes down. That! Good hit, Hope, good hit. Beat up! That's how you're going to win, is with hits like that. Nicely done. Smack Nicely. in the ground with my bat. Yeah, that's the attitude. All right, Nash, you want to give it a try? Yeah, I want to get in there. All right, all right. Who wants to be bat catcher? I'll try it. Okay, so you guys swap positions. How do you hold the bat like this? Oh, uh, just uh, you can just set it down beside yourself. Uh, bat catchers oh. usually don't have much of a reason to hit, but sometimes they do. So just oh. put it down, just take your baseball glove, and make sure to not let that baseball hits you in the face. Uh, Notably, right. there's no backcatcher gear here. You're just kind of wearing Trashburg. You're wearing your clothes, but you'll be wearing Trashburg clothes. So. Is that what they're called? Back backcatchers? If you don't that. catch it, you're going to get nailed with the ball, basically. Okay. I've never heard the term oh. backcatcher before. As a Canadian. I was going to say, is Nash a lefty? That was exciting. <laughs> no, I'm totally not. I'm a right-hander. All right. So, I don't know. I'm kind of... I've never really watched baseball, and I've had to do a lot of research, and I'm, it's not my learning is not done. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
cool. Um, so, uh, Stanley, whenever you're ready, make the pitch there. A six. All right. And I got to do so a roll add, plus add your my dexterity strength. dexterity with your roll. Yeah. Or dexterity, not strength, right? Dexterity. Okay. Oh, shoot. Sorry. I'm going to jack that up. Okay. So that's that plus. Eh, I'm in the wrong window. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Dex, dex, dex. Uh, that would be 11. So uh, 18. So 18 versus, sorry, what was your roll, Stanley? A six. Yeah, so you, oh, it's 10. So all you have to do is roll your d20 again now, Scott, and add <coughs> strength to find out what your batting power is. All right. Uh, 13 and 11, so that's 24. 24 times 20. Oh, you guys are home run hitters. Damn straight. 24 times 20. I read some 480, books. and you get to pick the angle from 1 through 12. If you look at the top of the map. I'm going to do um, uh, 8. Okay. Yep, so so 420, definitely, yeah. It sails up into the air on your first hit. Boom! And Crack. it echoes throughout the, the arena. You hear it as it fires up into the air, shoots up into the stands, and falls into the moat surrounding the keep. Hold on, quick question. The, the chat room says that I used my actual deck score, not my modifier. I thought we were using our actual deck score, plus the roll. No, no, use your modifier. Always. Oh, I have no modifier on dexterity, so I screwed all that up. Oh, so it's 11. So you don't get to pick. So just roll a d12 then. It's still 300. Wait, did you, what did you add for your batting power? 11. Oh my god! Okay, re-roll the whole thing. Yeah. You did not score a home yeah, run. Yeah, I, I didn't realize. Okay, I have no modifier, so nineteen. Okay. All right. Well, you you hit it three hundred and eighty feet. So there you go. Right. Um, what and roll a d twelve to determine the direction. Uh, okay. Hold on a second. Yeah, sorry, I mis I misunderstood. Um, it's okay. As the, as we go on, the rules become clear. That's why we're doing practice. A seven. This is this is, this is also our practice. Uh, right. For. Right. Before jumping straight into it. It's right. seven. So you fire it sort of up here. Um, how many? It was 380 feet, I said? 380, yep. Uh, not quite a home run. It just hits near the baseboard toward the back. Still pretty good. He's like, okay, good hit, good hit. Keep making hits like that. We're sure to win this game. You guys are, oh, my God, Nash. Like a secret. Like This guy's a secretly skilled person. He looks like a... He looks like a, a walking turnbuckle. He's really, <laughs> he's really a genius at the game. This is incredible. All right, Stanley, get over here. Let's. I want to see how you hit. Uh, who wants All to do right. pitching? I'll pitch. I want to try. All right. All right. So you guys switch positions. Now, remember, Nash, you got to dip the ball in blood. Okay. Or it'll be a, it'll be a violation, and you'll get hit. All right. So blue. It's in the blood. It's all bloody. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's bloody balls. All right, Cranker. Okay, so this is a D20 plus... D20 plus your strength. Okay, so... Oh, jeez. I think. Hang on, let me check it. Um, yeah, plus your strength for a power shot. Okay, I don't have a modifier there either. So, uh, big fat number three. I got okay. a 20. A natural 20? No, uh, okay. 16 plus... So, you cleared it by 10, so you it connects. Now... Roll a d20 to determine the distance. Add your strength to it. One. Add your strength oh. to it? Yeah, that's with the strength added. Yeah, it sucks <laughs> <out of that. laughs> um, But you get to pick which direction it goes. 
Uh, <laughs> I choose uh, backwards at hope. <laughs> uh, not that you can't pick that direction. Okay. One through twelve. <laughs> One through twelve. You see me sort uh, of. Let's do four. Okay, so four. You hit it off to the left side, straight to the ground, and it just sort of stays there, fifteen feet in front, of, twenty feet in front of you. And, and and marble goes no 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 you you gotta put you gotta put some hatred you gotta put some sauce into that swing it needs mustard you got you got mustard in you sir no <laughs> that's not that's the wrong answer now do you have mustard in you or not if you say so wrong answer do you have mustard he gets in your face he's like look at me do you have mustard yes. There you go. Now put that mustard on that baseball bat and hit it. Uh, Nash. Yeah. Get Give her. Okay, here it comes. I do a sweet wind-up. Actually, before I do a wind-up, I look to the left. I look forward. I lick my thumb. Play with the ball a little bit. <laughs> Your thumb's covered in cow blood. Yeah. Lick, I licked a little blood off the thumb. Dipped it. Dipped it again just for good measure. And then did a wind-up and threw it as hard as I could. And I through that for hold on ooh natural 20 alright it comes flaming down <laughs> down at you as it goes 13 alright it flies past you blood splattering from it just like he's like whoa Nash that's a throw nice job nice job Nash you keep it up you can see you got plenty of mustard I turn around and slap myself in the butt all right, all right. Throw another one. And okay. it missed. It striked. Uh, hope you caught it. It was like love. All right, give it again, Nash. Uh, sixteen this time. Fourteen. Oh damn, Stanley! Where's that mustard? Let's go. Let's go. Look I don't at, know where the mustard is. Look Let at the look, at, look. Look. See where my eyes are. My eyes are on the ball. They're on the ball. Look at the ball. Don't look at your bat. Don't look at me. Stop worrying about how upset you are about this money thing. Just the only thing that matters is hitting that bloody red ball. Okay. All right, Nash. Bring another one down. He's not really a sports guy, I yell from the mound. Okay, here we go. Uh, five. <laughs> it's a whopper. Uh, that's going to be an 18. All right. So, pow. Uh, roll your batting strength, which is your strength plus a d20. That first roll's so good. That's a two. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> your form is perfect. So this time you hit it, but this time it goes thirty feet in the direction of your choosing because you cleared it by ten points. Um, so it's sort of it's sort of you hit it again. You connect and you feel a sense of victory and then a sense of horror as you know you'll be confronted about your mustard again. All right, it, it goes it goes towards two, kind of oh. straight down the line. Yeah, so it's about th so thirty, sorry, forty feet would be around, roughly here. Doesn't even make it, you know, back to, back to. The, it makes it halfway to third base and just sort of peters out. Is Vorel? Do you have any extra mustard for your friend Stanley? Is the mustard an actual tangible thing? Um, did I miss something? Mustard, mustard. It's what you squeeze out of you when you're really trying. Just have him throw the damn ball one more time. I've been doing that all morning. <laughs> all right. Nash, let's go. All right. Uh, winds up. Oh, a two. 
A 10. All right, it's a hit, but you got to roll a d20 and a d12. So what's your batting strength? Uh, 11 All right, for so the 11. hit. Yeah, and, what's the d12? Oh, and then uh, 10 for the direct. All right, so you rifle at 220 feet to number 10. So it goes right there towards right. number 10. He's like, all right, that's better. That's better. I mean, that's why we're practicing. That's what we're going to be practicing here today. So, uh, great. And there's 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 more types of throws and things, and we can discuss it as it goes on. There's a thing called a curveball. Curveball is where you use your intelligence score instead of your strength score to make your pitch. And um, and you can bunt, and you can do some other stuff uh, with the, those. But we'll get to that. Um, good day so far. Yeah? Yeah. All right. All right, so uh, now the, the one thing I want to show you guys is how to run to your, run to the base. So um, I need a volunteer. Who wants to be the person running to the base? Varel, I'm going to volunteer you because I want to see your, your fine form. Very well. All right, get on get on to home get on to the batter's uh, the, the batter's place the whatever they call it. batter's the box the batter box <laughs> get on the batter box. All right, now who wants to be first baseman? Uh, I'll do it. All right, Nash, go, go go get on first base. All right, now Hope, you're you're here with me, uh, so we're gonna give you the ball. All right, you've got the ball, and you're near home. Oh, all right. All right, now uh, uh, Varel, uh, we're gonna pretend you hit the ball. Now your job is to run to first base, right? So, go ahead and run. Now Hope, we're gonna count to three, and then you're gonna throw the ball. You're gonna make a pass. To Nash, and once Nash, ca- if he can catch the ball and touch the base before Varel can get to it, he'll be out. All right, but maybe right. Varel can make it. All right, so Varel, do I go. bring my bat? Yes, you do. All right, so well, I start uh, running. The way action economy will work in Blood Ball is that things do work based on turns, so you have thirty feet of movement on your turn. Okay. You can use the dash action to run double your movement speed and clear 60 feet on your first turn. Sound okay. good? All right, so move 60 feet. Doing it. All right, so you might have to switch over. To, yeah, perfect. All right, uh, Hope, so you're standing... Oh, I have to get rid of... I love all these arrows that pop up. It looks hilarious. <laughs> So you're here on the, the, the pitch. Now you've got to make a pass, all right? Okay. Now a pass is a specific kind of skill check. Uh, making a passing, it sets the DC for the pass catcher. So roll a d20 and minus your strength and proficiency, just your strength. The lower the number, the better, in fact. Okay, cool, a five. All right, minus your strength? Yes, five. Okay, so, uh, so Hope now pitches the ball towards you, Nash. You see it sailing through the air. Yeah. In order to catch a pass on your on your turn, you'll have to contest that five. So you'll have to roll a dice, add your dexterity, okay. and beat the number five. All right. Eleven. Perfect. You catch the ball, and Varel, you're out. Out. Boot! So you, understand, I... you, you understand what happened here? I think I yelled boot. Let's stop running and... Where's my opponent? <laughs> well, in fact, because you're out, uh, Nash is actually going to be able to get the free hit on you. Now, it was a little bit set up for you to lose. I, what I really wanted to explain was the mechanics of making a pass. 
So we're going to practice some passing today as well. All right. So I get to hit him with a bat? In the real game, you would. Okay. But it's I'm not, not gonna... something, we don't practice the hitting. Well, we can practice the hitting. We have a few uh, um, a few poles that you could hit with the baseball bat, but you guys look like you're you're experienced in the way of hitting. I don't think you'd have much to learn in that regard. Yeah, it would be all right. Yeah. Might be fun we to just, just take a swing. I think our best area is to focus on the fundamentals of blood ball and get you in those scenarios that'll let you get those hits in. Because beating up the other team is the key to victory. All right. All right, all right. Okay, so at this point, um, there'll be more practices and more times for lessons. That's today's lesson. You can choose of the skills which you want to practice today to count towards your four hours required in gaining proficiency in them. I will repost them in our Slack if you want a visual look at it. But they are there already. What would uh, movement speed proficiency look like? Uh, it, it, it would. Um, so the only one that can give you extra movement speed would be sliding to base. So sliding nets you extra range. It, it sets you prone, but it gives you extra range um, as a bonus action. So you could run 30 feet. Gotcha. Dash for another 30 feet, then slide. Um, you slide a number of feet equal to the amount you roll. So you okay. might not make it, but so if you roll 16, you'll you'll slide an additional 16 feet to base. It also serves as your way to dodge an attempted out as you slide to base. So another question for you, Bo. Yeah. Uh, this is to be able to add our proficiency modifier, so we would still get for a deck skill our dexterity bonus. Yeah. But if we are proficient in it, then we get to add the additional two that is our proficiency bonus on top of that. Correct. So in theory, not that you not to you know not that we have to get into it too deep. If I worked on a strength skill, and I don't get any bonus, I could theoretically get the proficiency in it and be able to add a two to it at the very least. That's right. Which That's is how it all works. You can train in a skill like a low dex, like sleight of hand. Let's say you have a minus two. You can still train in it and get the plus two proficiency to sort of cancel it out. In D&D, it usually just makes sense to drill down on the things you're a genius at rather than shore up your shortcomings, generally speaking. Sure. Um, but this is Blood Ball. It's, I'm taking the rules of D&D and smashing them into the rules of baseball. And, uh, you know, that's sort of the idea. Uh, another question for you. I have... Maybe I should ask this later, but I have an ability jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. Let's me add half my proficiency bonus to any ability check I make that doesn't already mm-hmm. include it. Does that apply yeah. to Blood Ball as well? It does. Awesome. If you have skills, things, and abilities that aren't overtly magical, which would get you tossed out, you can use them. They all apply, and especially ones that apply to skills. If you have, like, um, I guess you had that thing where you can roll with advantage. Yeah, Some of you have sense. Yeah, so certain things may trigger your things that involve skill checks, give you advantage or additional bonuses. They all can apply. These are these are skill checks with different names on them for specific tasks. It's about as simple as it is. Cool. All right. All right, so the training will go on for four hours. Uh, can everyone make their selections? 
Archie's batting. I don't want to do pitching. All right, so Nash is going pitching. You can choose two. You don't have to train them all today. There's two two two-hour blocks, uh, so you pick two. Uh Oh. Oh. Or you could do a full four hours in something today, actually. I don't know why I wouldn't offer that in the option, but I feel like it makes more sense to practice over the course of more days. Not just one day, but... But we need four hours to get the proficiency, right? Yeah, but yes. But just for the sake of economy or making it easier on everyone just to wrap their heads around it, it's four hours. So you can do. F- so we'll change that. You can do four hours today of something and get the proficiency or yeah. split it up. Because we might not make it back. I'd say do. <laughs> yeah. 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 Stuff uh, happens to us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, we might not end up playing in the Blood Ball game this weekend. Don't feel because I made a map for it that you have to do it or that you're locked into it. There's... This is just something that's happening to you guys that you're experiencing for the moment. So, I'm gonna uh, all four into pitching. I want to just go hard. I'm gonna work. You, all... I can't. you can't retrain pitching, but there's a number of pitching options. If you look in Slack, there's pitching power, pitching curveball. So there's at least two to to train there. So you're gonna do pitching power, Nash. Yeah. Hold on. Uh. Here, sorry. Don't have to hold on. Stanley? I'm going to do catching a hit. Catching a hit? Okay. Varel? I'll do uh, the... the batting. Okay. Batting. Um, do you want uh, just regular old batting? Like, um, yeah, just bat? straight, up, straight up bat. Okay. Uh, hope? Yep, batting. Batting, batting for hope as well. I put Stanley that you're trained in Stanley, bro. <laughs> Oops. All um, right. Okay. Aren't we Perfect. all trained in Stanley? All right. So after today's practice, you can write those on your character sheets that you have those abilities as proficiencies. So I'm, I'm going to make a spreadsheet that's going to make it easier for everyone to refer to this stuff as we go forward. So I don't okay. want everyone to get too worried about it because it is a, a side thing if we get to the actual blood bug game. Okay. In the event of, I know that other things might happen. So four hours elapses. You train. You sweat hard. Um, you're exhausted. Everyone's body is, muscles are, are have been have been fully utilized. Learning new skills and everyone's you feel good, like the kind of good health that exercise brings, but also hot and tired, ready for a drink and some food. And it's about, uh, it would be five o'clock now as the sun begins to reach for the horizon. Okay. And Coach Marble says, great practice, everyone. He goes up to Varel and he shakes your hand. He says, thank you so much for being a part of this, making history today, Varel. Thank you. And then Camel shows up and he's like, he's got a clothes fold in his hand. He's like, all right, everyone, I got, I got everyone's, um, uh, uniforms here. Uh, Varel, here's yours. Take your shoes. Or, well, he just has, gives you socks with holes cut out in the bottom and a shirt and a baseball cap. And he moves around. Hope, hope here you go. Here's right. your clothes. Thank yeah. you. Uh, Stanley, here's your uh, uniform. And um, Nash, here you go. Your uniform for the game. Thank you. Jerseys, sweet. So make sure you write that you have um, cleats. You have jungle socks. You have the Trashburg. It's the Trashburg long shirt that everyone wears, but it has a number and your uh, name on the back. What's my number? 
so Varel is number one. Hope, you're number three. Stanley, you're number five. Uh, I should have made Nash number two, but you're number seven. <laughs> Jeez. That would have been a good joke. You're yeah, that would have been all right. Oh, two. Yeah. What am I again? Seven. Seven. Okay. And Hope, sorry. Hope is three. Stanley is five. Nash is seven. And you have a baseball, so you have a, a Gray Sox cap, the Trashburg jersey, it says Gray Sox on the front, and it has your number and name on the back, and Jungle socks and cleats for you guys, and then for Varel. So add those to your inventory, please. While I play for the love of the game, my companions here have worked hard this day, and have requested additional compensation of which they shall speak of you with sure sure well our standard rate of pay for people participating in a blood ball game is 200 guz bolts take it or leave it i'll take it all right fair enough can we all get it now uh, you want some guz bolts too yeah yes i mean if all the right, option so... is that or nothing then yes well, it's for the love of the game. Varel here was very happy. You said that you guys didn't want any, so I thought, you know. Well, well Varel is an honorable uh, lizard folk and a good example of his people. We are money grubbers and we need cash, so I'm going to say yes. Guz Bolts, please. I, I totally understand. It's going to be well worth it once we win this Blood Ball game. I don't like to get everyone's hopes up too much, but, but I think we got a chance this year. I really do. Good practice. See you tomorrow, one o'clock, same time. We'll start on new skills tomorrow. All right, Camel, let's go. All right, Marlboro. All right, see you. Good night. Good night. They walk off to the side. You're alone in the stadium field. I need some food. Me too. I'll start heading back to Charlemagne. Um, I think I actually had fun. Yeah, this was I'm a glad. good time. I just realized, though, that I've got a... Oh, no, she stayed in the room. Or no, she's still on my shoulder? She... Um, well, you realized that she had left, but now you feel the familiar weight on your shoulder. Okay. Uh, come back. All right. Well, I won't make mention of it then, because I told her to not say anything. Hey, Nash, I was watching you play. Why did they think you're not here? What? You're not supposed to say stuff, remember? I'm whispering in your ear. That's fine. Well, I'm fine. I'm fine over here. It's fine. Everyone's fine. Let's go eat. I just wanted to say you're. Re I thought you were really good today. That's great. Thanks. I appreciate it. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about. I mean, my opinion of the sport might change once they start hitting us with bats, but right now, <laughs> that seemed okay. Could I do a insight on the on our fellow teammates to see what their health and Stamina is sure. like, yeah. Twenty. Not okay, nice. so as they leave the field, you sort of give them an examination, and you've gotten to see them in action as they were part of the practice. They were throwing balls around, stuff like that. Uh, for the most part, if you were to quantify the amount of HP they have, they have maybe like two, and their throws were were pretty weak. Uh, There's a lot of failure on the part of of them hitting the baseball and they didn't hit them very far usually they didn't run very fast 
they're awful. Hmm. As we yeah, walk back. There was one halfling on the team who ran a little faster than the other ones, but he had a hard time reaching the baseball to hit it. Um, so that was disappointing as well. And the one large guy on the team who you thought might be formidable was extremely slow and sh showed signs of extreme laziness. It may benefit us to perhaps expand our team as Find well. the other team and take them out before we get to the game. That's an interesting idea. Who are the strongest players? Well, the other team is the Guzzle Gang, who is likely inside the keep and inaccessible. But we do have we have made some friends in this town and may be able to fill out our ranks with better players. Uh, perhaps one, though he might not keep to the rules, Bok Bok might serve us better than some of these. Hungry souls. Oh. I mean, Tedna's still, even being Tedna, worth at least five of them. <laughs> Compliment for Tedna? Holy shit. He's not here. Where it's is fine. Tedna? I've just realized I haven't seen Tedna since I was <laughs> last here. Before my, <laughs> before my guts kicked in. What happened to Tedna? Where is Tedna he? has no skills. The demon did not eat him. Well, still, he's at least healthy. We've been feeding him enough, that's for sure. I mean, those people out there are practically falling over. Tedna at least can walk straight. And what if uh, we look for the 26ers? The 26ers are we not... we still have yet to take out the lizard. I do not trust them anymore, sadly. Anymore? That, yes, that was a fortuitous meeting, and it seemed to be in our benefit, but with the child waiting outside the murdered almskeeper's home, it would seem that the 26ers, now well-armed, with arms likely from that building, have already made their first move. And I doubt they'll be welcome against the Guzzle Gang, as they are a rival gang in their own right. Still, I wonder if we could get anybody to at least maybe drop the gang to come help us out. Maybe not. They seem pretty committed. It's worth exploring. Well, what do we do? Should we hold open tryouts, see who doesn't look like a bunch of skin and bones? Maybe if they see some actual potential on the team, maybe they're more likely to sign up. I fear anyone who eats well in this town would be a gang member, and we should address Camel and his friend Marlboro before we go inviting unscrupulous characters. But I see your point. It's a lot to think about, for sure. At least we do have some allies that can help, at least a little bit. We can, we know we'll get their assistance. We can see what else we can find around the town. To dinner, then. To dinner. That's it. All right. So you guys head out uh, into the neighborhood to the short walk back towards Charlemagne's, and the. Be, the area is beginning to feel familiar and kind of like home. And around the corner and see the Charlemagne 
logo printed or painted on with red paint up top on the building. You enter in and Charlemagne's there. He looks like he's got his head in the book. The place seems pretty cleared out, uh, except for uh, about three or four people just eating on a, in one of the tables in the corner. Trashburg citizens, uh, no visible gang signs there. Charlemagne looks up from his book and he goes, Ah, ah bonsoir, bonsoir. How did the practice go? Did you enjoy yourself? Surprisingly, yes. And you're going to win that blood ball game finally? For the Trashburg? Yes. Charlemagne, what is the... Why are there no gang members on the team? Well, <laughs> there are no gang member on the team because it's like signing up for certain death. They don't want... You don't want to... If you belong to a gang, and even if you're me, you don't want to be the punching bag of, of the Guzzle gang. Everyone's too scared to join. Because, so it's usually uh, um, what they call jobbers. You know, people who just are going there to volunteer to be beat up. Now, you might be saying, why did I recommend you to be <laughs> for this job? And I think it's because they ask me, because you're so powerful and you come from outside of the city and, and to see what might happen. And, and so did it go well? Do you think uh, the team have a shot at uh, winning with your, with your talent? I mean, it's a team sport, and we certainly did okay, it seems, but uh, there's not a lot of very skilled look, people on the team outside of the us. But look, th those of us who love the game of Blood Ball, but have a team that is always losing, our spirits are crushed, and we are waiting for the chosen one who will come to this town and win a Blood Ball game for Trashburg. It means something to win that Blood Ball game. And Vorel, it means something that you are part of the team and that your companions join for, for, for the sanctity of the game to help Trashburg overcome adversity and be and finally win a game. You have no idea how much it means to the fan that you are doing this. I am excited. How much is 200 Gazbox? It's quite a lot of bolts. Enough for one, let's say, player to sacrifice their lives to perhaps feed yes. their family? Yes, I say it this way. Uh, it is enough to perhaps in invest in some equipment to start maybe your own business or, you know, feed a family of three or four for several years. And remember that, that not everyone who joined the Grey Sox, they dies. I mean, there's always one or two that dies. So it's a bit of like a lottery for them. Uh, but if you live, then that's good. Then uh, you don't have to send your children to the refinery. So the, the, the minimum working age here in Trashburg is five. And a lot of parents don't want to see their children go to the refinery to work. They want them to get educated or to learn some other skill. So parents will join the blood ball game to help pay for their child education and give them a different chance to maybe do something else if then, a gang member were to participate in the gang would that in the game of blood ball would that be it would, against the rules the only way a gang member would join uh, uh, is if they were sure they were going to be winning so they could beat up guzzle gang right no no gang member is going to join a team just to get beat up that's not how they think but oh, if they if they knew for sure that they were going to win, then 
even then they might not do it. I don't know the the, the politic of gangs, you know, because there's that thing in gang culture that the retaliation. So, you know, if I was in the gang, I might be worried, oh, I win the blood ball game. Look at me. I'm a big blood ball star. I took shit on on the guzzle gang member after beating him at blood ball. Guzzle gang will just come and probably have retaliate, right? And take shit in your mouth. You understand, right? Elegant. <laughs> Very. And I'm elegant. sorry to be so um, uh, impoli. Je m'excuse, excuse moi. I'm sorry. It's just they are very extreme. The gangs. They don't just kill people. They usually do bad things to the body. Okay. You want some food? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, you guys must be hungry. Uh, I'm here talking about the gang. <laughs> I'm here talking about the gang, and uh, I think maybe you're probably hungry. I'm gonna make um, I make some more of that bear. I made a bear bear pie. You know what the pie is, Varel? It's called the shepherd pie, but they made it with bear meat. Very good. <laughs> I'm still laughing at that segue. Um, okay, I'm going to go uh, start preparing dinner. You guys take a seat and have a put your feet up. I'll be back. Well, so what do you all think? Well, we've got a list of things to do. We uh, need to help the pixies. We need to see that lizard. Um... Is that it? You need to play blood ball. Blood ball, yes. Yeah. You know, it occurs to me that Pod's ability to become invisible, having a large gathering of pixies potentially capable of doing that could really interfere in a blood ball game in a nice way without being noticed. That is a genius thought, Stanley. Uh, please lie for me. Uh, <laughs> what, what color am I? Hope you are a uh, an orange. Very good. Excellent thought, Stanley. <laughs> we, hold on. Wait, we, say we should, I'm green. We, Stanley, say I'm green. You're green. Okay. Which, by the way, technically wouldn't be a lie because I'm just saying what you're telling me to say. Oh, Yes. <laughs> but the first one was a lie. It's true. Hold on. If we're doing well, this. I'm, I'm red, so, you know, could it, he, it's not that he can't lie, but he doesn't have to tell the full truth. You know, I just want to point out, he has also told me the business that he cannot tell a lie, but how do we know that's even the truth? That could be the biggest lie of them all. That's a good point. <laughs> if. Nothing else it brings me comfort. For I did think we could have a hand gesture, but then once he takes over, he would learn the hand gesture, and this would not last long. We would have to do a different hand gesture every time we learned it was Stanley. I mean, for what it's worth, there may be ways to obfuscate what we're able to communicate to him. Uh, for example, when he was drunk, I have no memory of that time either. 
Keep uh, keeping you drunk, maybe. I really would prefer not to go down that road. I'm simply stating it as an observation. I have a question for Pod. Pod. Yes, Nash. Uh, do you know if Feykind uh, have to tell the truth, no matter what? Mm, I don't know much about Feykind. I, I I know what. Buttons told me. What did Buttons tell uh, you? He just said that it was a place filled with the magic of nature, and that many creatures that we know here were transported uh, from through a gate off-world. What does off-world mean? Uh, not uh, way in the sky. Okay, well, off this he mentioned planet. something about there being many references in a lot of his texts to an off-world gate. Um, where 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 uh, creatures from the Feywild were invited over here to Earth, and that he there's a catalog of them, and I'm one of them. That's all I know. I, I did I don't know what this Feywild is. You don't remember it? Coming from there? I was born in captivity. Oh. I was born in an aquarium, and I've been in that aquarium my entire life, and then I escaped. Right. That's why I don't know what what cats are or dogs are remember I asked you about dogs yeah. they fed me dog food but I didn't know what dogs were yeah. but then I knew that man pixies ugly bits look like elephants <laughs> just because I heard Dr. Elephant's nose is because I heard Dr. Dickel say that what else did he say well Dr. Dickel's he said a lot of things that I don't understand like what's um, what's Xanax oh well, back in the and solar mines, we, <laughs> we had a we had a book, and in this book had pages and pages and pages of ancient medicines. They don't exist now, oh. but I remember oh. seeing that name. What medicine started with an X, not a Z, right? I, what's you, an X? You don't know what an X is. All right, I don't know why mm-hmm. I even ask you these things. Uh, it was a it was a medication to make you calm. It was like pixie blush, but without the burning and the ducks. Oh, don't talk about pixie blush. Sorry. When are we going to save my friends? Well, we're going to have to have a meeting about that. There's a few priorities on the table right now. I promised you we'd do it, though. Please, well, don't, let's not wait long. They're suffering every day. More and more pixies are killed. Each day, we're just hanging out playing mud ball. My friends are dying. Did you say mud ball? I said blood ball. Okay. I'm sorry. No, I'm it's fine. i quietly it's... so I don't arouse suspicion. <laughs> Nash. Uh, all right, look. We could probably convince the group. They're all hearing us have this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, w- Pod has a point. If we don't save these, every, every day we, we delay... Uh, is another who knows how many pixies ground into mush and snorted into the noses of addicts. So I, I don't know. You know, we have a list of things we got to do, but that seems like a, might be an important one, especially if we want to keep Pod in a, any sort of uh, sane way, space. I think I think the only thing that I, I I know that maybe you can find out about is Doctor Dickles. He has a doctor office. Orifice? 
It's a powder keg. This is very Athos? dangerous. Mm. The 26ers, which Pod has said that she is aware of Carnage, who was hanging out jovially at the doctor's place. They're all very high. And they want to continue being high. Otherwise, they would start using their weapons. Mm. Are you arguing that we, if we interfere, they, we, it's a bigger problem? We make very quick enemies of the 26th block mm. if we take out Dr. Dickles. Yeah. Well, the way I see it, we only have a few options. We... I don't think we win the Blood Ball game unless we have something to swing it in our favor. Uh, the way the others looked... Nice pun. As well as we might play it, uh, I don't think we win without a decent team or something pushing things to our advantage. So we could try to enlist the Pixies in aid for that, which would require going and freeing them, which Nash said he was going to do, uh, and uphold that bargain. We can go and attack the Toe Rippers, which we don't have a plan for, kill their leader and use that as a method to try and gain favor and get in uh, the only other option is honestly I don't know I don't know what else we do we win the game we go with the 26 block we do have an in with the toe rippers we could at least try to see if Bok Bok could lead us to the leader but even then if we kill him in the middle of toe ripper territory what do we do how do we get out and if we die playing blood ball before any of this, what's the point? We need to shore up our bets. It's the pixies. It's invisible eyes everywhere. It's it's something. We can do something. Yes, tickling their bums while they try to play. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the cleats we were given, are they lace up? They are. I mean, pixies could cause a lot of trouble unnoticed. They could lay shoes together. If they're capable of catching a hit, they could carry it over the wall, make every hit a home run. They could try to prevent the ball from getting to the player after it's thrown. I will There's... get them to help us. You free my friends and I will explain to them that they need to help our friends. An army of fairies. They don't... Uh, we have to do this. The rules. It doesn't matter. Listen, honor stays because we can't do it. Okay, maybe it's not that honorable, but this ensures we win the game, which means we can all of our other honorable deeds and commitments get done. This Plus, is a perfect even idea. If they do catch that the pixies are interfering, we can always deny that we had any involvement in it. It wouldn't necessarily fall directly back onto us. Hope. Yes. This is in pursuit of your vengeance and your power. What do you feel we should do? Well, I feel we need to wait until tomorrow. I agree. We should go to bed no matter what. Very well. It's been a long don't day. Don't mind, I'm going to wait for dinner first. Yeah, dinner, then yes. bed. I have a rash. As as, um, as you say that, uh, Charlemagne comes out with uh, this little this tray, and it's got personalized little 
uh, pies in each of the tray. Like you have your own mini oh. shepherd's pie. There's potato on top, and it looks like it's Parmesan cheese, and it's um, super crispy. It's steaming. He puts them down. He's like, "So delicious! Please, please eat them, but eat them slow, okay? They're very delicious, and I want you to enjoy every bite." And he takes these gloves and he puts them on so as not to get burnt. Be careful! Your little trays are very hot. When the pizzi, I will bring you some mead. Everyone, mead for everyone. And he rushes off, brings back mead, gives it to everyone. And then as you start about to dig in, you hear and then you see Buck Buck moving down the stairs. And he comes to you guys and he says, To you, Varel, you understand. Buck Buck, go hunt! Go hunt, Buck Buck. Grow your neck this well. Varel, come hunt too! I have a hunt of my own tonight, Bok Bok. Bok Bok, go! And he walks out the door. And where is he off to? To hunt. To grow his esteem with the Toe Rippers, I'm sure. And as you say that, uh, one of the Trashburg citizens walks over to the jukebox and it begins playing some ancient melody from an ancient time. Ah, bye, Mr. American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. And as that song plays, the camera pans out of the window and you begin to dig into your bear shepherd's pie. And the music comes up and the credits roll. We'll continue next week. Nice. Nice! Well played. I want to go get an army of fairies so bad. I, I want, want shepherd's pie. Oh, yeah, me too. My stomach growled. I don't cook like... much, but I will tell you, I make one of the world's best shepherd's pie. So it really was like, I was like, I don't know, just felt really connected to the food I fed your characters today. That sounds fantastic. Mm. Oh my it gosh. It is one of my favorites. So. I would eat a shepherd's pie that Bo made. No problem. Is it anything like a bush burger? No. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. This is this is the fanciest food that I can uh, that I can muster with my mustard. With your mustard, <laughs> <laughs> I put my mustard into the shepherd's pie. Very nice. Uh, well, there you go, everybody. That continues, or that can that concludes yet another episode of There Will Be Dungeons. We'll be back next week with another one. It will be episode thirty-five. Is that right? Yeah, I yeah. can't wait already. Why do we have to wait? A week? I don't know. That's just the way time is. Uh, but we got a lot to do in October, and it's going to be great every second of it. So come back, join us again for another one of these. And if you have any thoughts or feelings in the meantime, and you want to share those with us, or you have comments, concerns, whatever, follow us on Twitter. There be dungeons. No, there. Wait, yeah, there be dungeons because we couldn't fit the whole thing in there. Because uh, it says there will be dung when I tried, and it cut me off. So there be dungeons. Uh, on Twitter. And you can also go to therewillbedungeons.com. We highly recommend that you do. That'll do it for us. Have a great week, everybody. Stay out of trouble and study up on your blood ball. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.